Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen podcast with Paul, Joe and myself, David. We are going to be talking about The Works, which is Queen's 11th studio album. Right, so this is quite an important album, you would say. Agree with that, gents? Important in the sense that we had Hot Space before that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... They're really having to come back with a bit of a statement on this album, and um, so yeah, I think most people would say it was it was a return to form in the sense that they were pen and they were back. The wheels were back on the track a wee bit on this album. The the, the album itself, in terms of success, you know, a number two album in in the UK, twenty three in the states. So maybe popularity starting to wane a little bit, but still still healthy um, in the states. But it's weird that the band made a decision for the first time not to tour North America. They, you know, at this point, they just turned their back completely on America. And I, I, I don't, there's, there's a lot of speculation on why that was. And, you know, um, there's this, 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 this a silly thing that I saw, actually, that was because of the I Want to Break Free, free video getting banned and the, the backlash and that. It's like, oh, no, because the tour dates would have been scheduled long before, before that video was made. Before, yeah. So that's a piece of nonsense right there. I think most likely is they just get pissed off because of the reaction to Hot Space. That's probably more likely Aye, what's def- happened. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, because um, I, I think, to be honest, I don't know if you gents would agree, but if, if I think if they toured this album, possibly they'd be playing half-empty arenas. What do you think? They're probably bad. I, that's what yeah. I think it is. They're probably really kind of thinking we may get a show up here if we, yeah. you know, we go over. So I think yeah, that's why they did it, rather than a, than a fuck America sort of thing. I think it was yeah, a case yeah. of, like, let's just not get a show up. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I, I'd, I'd agree with that, because I think it's, um, you know, and I know Fred always said, if you know, he, he, I don't know what the exact quote was, but he always said, I'm, I'm not going to go out and play, like, you know, to three, four thousand people, you know, when I'm playing to, like, you know, 18, 20,000 people in other parts of the world, you know. So I think it was, I think that was some of it. Um, and there, there might have been certain, you know, New York and LA. Maybe they'd have they'd have got their two, three nights going. But I think probably elsewhere, it might have certainly Midwest. You know, oh, after Hot Space and the Body Language mm-hmm. video and all that, and the Bible Belt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think really that's going to fly too much. So there would have been billboards that said Puppet Show and then underneath Queen. I <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly. Freddie would have been angry about the shape of the bread and the size of the bread and shit like that. <laughs> now you've got a little guy. It's a exhibit A. It's a complete catastrophe. <laughs> Aye, brilliant. Anyway, right, talking about the album again. <laughs> the album was recorded in Munich again. They used Munich uh, Music Land, but they also went to LA, the record plant in LA, I think it was. And uh, yeah, with Mac again at the helm and at the desk. Interesting thing that I, I had actually forgotten about until I read read up on the works again recently was they were you know the band were asked to do the the soundtrack for the the Hotel New Hampshire movie, um, <laughs> and they well depends who you believe because they pulled 
you know, one theory is they pulled out of it because they were trying to record the works and get their, their studio album going, so they didn't really have the time. But the other theory is that the producers of this film actually decided they wanted to go for a more orchestral score um, on it. So that's why that's why Queen didn't do their second soundtrack, which um, obviously we know in the next album, you know, they, they we're going to talk about that. But um, so the leftover from that was Keep Passing the Open Windows, which is was actually written with the, the film in mind. So that survived and obviously made its way onto the album. And apparently it's a phrase that was used quite, Quite prominently throughout yeah. the movie. I've actually not mm-hmm. seen the movie, gents. Have you? Have you seen? I, even, I never even heard no. of it. No. Uh, Jodie Foster's it. in it, and apparently Seth Green's in it. He must have been like ten. Nah, <laughs> he must have been really young, young. maybe even yeah. younger. Uh, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Um, not a particular Seth Green fan, to be honest. But you know, there you go. Um, anyway, I'm just waffling shite now. Let's let's talk about the work. So yeah, 1984. So they had a bit of a gap, took a bit of a year off um, in between, and, and Brian recorded Starfleet with uh, Eddie Van Halen, and Roger worked on Strange Frontier, his second solo album. So yeah, I think I think they were, you know, they weren't completely um, without, you know, they, they weren't completely on hiatus in terms of creativity, but the band Queen certainly were. Um, and again, if you go back to that movie, you know, this album didn't exist, you know, but yeah, there you go. It's, we, we're going to talk about this album that, mm-hmm. that actually does exist. And uh, mm-hmm. let's 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 throw over to you guys. So, um, Paul, start 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 things off with yourself. Um, the works. What's what's the deal? Um, yeah. So uh, this album would have just come out round about the time when I was getting into Queen. Um, so it was the first kind of current Queen album um, that you know for for me really. Um, it's a great, it's a, it's a great album. Um, it's a, do you, do you want to call it a return to form? I guess you could. Um, yeah, after yeah. Hot Space, um, certainly they they needed a break and they needed to think about whether they wanted to keep going because the last album, you know, there was there was alarm bells ringing. I think um, where you know. Certain band members didn't were virtually non-existent, you know. Um, so, uh, that, uh, yeah, a pretty important album um, in terms of getting them getting themselves back on track and deciding whether they wanted to continue or not. You know, probably. You know, maybe they had, maybe they had these kind of discussions, um, but certainly, yeah, there's there's some absolute great tracks on here. Uh, and there's two two of these songs are, in, in my opinion, uh, two of the greatest things they ever did. Um, and interesting. And there's one song um, that's probably one of the worst things they ever did, but we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, this is a great, this is a great album, but let it down in a lot of ways the, the production. Uh, but we'll we'll get to that too. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Joe, um, Paul's calling it a great album. Great album for you? Mm, no. No for me. No, it's not a great album. But what I will say is, uh, I've mentioned my brother in this podcast before. You know, he's like, um, he's, I think he's a year older than Paul. He's, he's a fair bit older than me. Um, he ruined, absolutely ruined this album for me. He ruined <laughs> this album for me and he ruined A Kind of Magic for me as well. Because... I don't know what it was, what it was about these two records, but 
he, he was mad into this record and it was constantly played. And uh, for that reason, it just always put a kind of a negative spin on it for me. I just like, like we spoke about uh, Don't Stop Me Now being played all the time. It, it does, it has an effect on you. You just think, get, stop fucking playing mm-hmm. this, this record. Um, but again, this was never a, a, a because of that. This was an album that I very probably one of the least played Queen records for me as a whole. You know, the songs on it obviously that I, I enjoyed and stuff on their own, but not a record that I would have. You know, I'm going to go and listen to Queen, I'm going to go and put the works on. But saying that, doing obviously doing the podcast and going back now, you know, and being more reflective on it and having that 30 year hiatus where I don't have my brother blasting it into my ears. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, every single day, um, I think it's a good album. Um, I think it's a, it's a lot. It's got a lot more going on in it musically than I gave it credit for. You know, if you had asked me about it, um, uh, you know, six months ago, I'd have just went. Oh, the works is quite a vapid album it, to me. It's quite empty. It doesn't really have much going on. But in actual fact, it, it there's a lot of these tracks actually have got quite a bit. Of, you know, instrumentation going on. Probably, you might even say it's probably their most, uh, I wouldn't say experiment. well, experimental, yes, because there's different types of music, but I would say as a musicianship, there's, some, there's actually some complex writing on this, uh, you know, compositions and stuff like that, that are maybe maybe uh, glazed over by the fact that, you know, on the surface they're very hook-laden, but underneath, yeah. they're, they're, mm-hmm. you know, Things like yep. that, but yeah, it's been. A, I've totally rediscovered this album, um, and I think I do agree with you guys. I have I have some issues with the production, but I think it still sounds way better than Hot Space Man. So, like production wise, um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. a bonus. You know, if I was a fan at the time and this record came out, I'd be like, yes, there's a, there's yeah. a bass, there's a bass on this record. Yeah, there's a, there's a low end, and uh, and even the, even the sun the, the synth, synth sounds. Uh, absolutely, they're all great. Vast, they're vast 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 oh, great, aye, yeah. absolutely. I using a different machine that um, Yamaha something. As, and I think it's as I it, remember what it was. Is it maybe down to Fred Mandel, you know, getting a proper keyboard player? In? Aye. well, there you go. There's a whole, there's yeah. a whole thing of you know yeah. what we spoke about on Hot Space. You know, Queen maybe being a wee bit taking too much on themselves. You know, when they could yeah. have like mm-hmm. brought brought somebody in if they were going to tackle a genre, um, you know that they weren't too sure of, like the, maybe the funk thing, you know, they thought they did it once and thought, oh, we must be masters of this, so we'll just do everything and made a complete arse of it or, or, on, a lot of the, on a lot of the tracks on Hot Space. But yeah, I've, I've spoken enough about it. What do you think, David? Um, okay, you know, as usual, you know, it's, it's pretty much in line with you guys, um, mostly. Um, I don't think it's without its flaws. I don't think it's a great album. I think it's a it's a good album. It's a decent album. Um, yeah. uh it's absolutely without doubt a move back in the right direction for them. Um, I think it's a it's an actual it's an absolute solidification on Queen turning into a more hit based band, you know, because you, you had you had the game which was the sort of turning point from that point of view, but still it retained its integrity. Whereas Hot Space was just a, a fuck up, really. So really, where were they going to go after that? They only really had the, the game, and then this kind of you know, mistake that was the hot space. Where did they go next? Did they actually try and capture the seventies vibe again, or did they? Did they? But they they solidified that. They said, right, okay, you know, this is this is more simpler in terms of arrangement. And so I think this is the first album that you say, right, this is the band Queen are now. 
um, as I would hear it. Um, I think there's moments of brilliance on this album, absolutely. Um, some duller moments too, this we'll get into when we talk about the tracks. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything much more than that, other than I agree with you, gents. It's, it's, a, it's an album I'm actually looking forward to talking about because I think there's a lot Probably a lot more to discuss in it than I would have thought originally. I, I agree with Joe on this one. I haven't, uh, haven't listened to it again for the podcast. So, yeah, looking forward to getting, getting into it. Let's kick things off. Um, let's go straight for the opener. Um, so, so um, if you don't mind, Jess, I'll kick things off with the, with the opener. Uh, I think, um, you know, obviously we've got Radio Gaga kicking off the, the album. So, obviously, Queen fans and, and the general public would have heard this song prior to the album because it is the first single. Um, what a big, big risk! Do you not think? Because absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, more, 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 more electronics. <laughs> yeah, you've come off a eh, hot space with, you know, the lack of guitars and everything else you want to call it, and then you come back with a song that is almost no guitars in it. Mm-hmm. Big, big risk, big risk, and uh, you know what? I, I applaud them for it. Um, I think this track is is I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of put my Set, set my stall out right away. This is the best song in the album, hands down. There is no other song, in my opinion. Jets, please challenge it because it's there to be challenged. There's no other song in this album that comes close to it. For me, this is kind of the under pressure. You know, all you know, we talked about under pressure and horse space just being like an absolute phenomenal track. They just, but don't get me wrong. The rest of the tracks on the album are still most of them certainly <laughs> are, are still. Good, good to decent tracks, and um, so that's the difference, obviously. But I think this is the, to me, the the absolute runaway winner um, of the album. Um, and I think it's because we we sort of touched upon that, you know, Joe mentioning getting other people in, Fred Fred Mandel doing a lot of the kind of the uh, you know the programming and uh, Radio Gaga. I think has definitely worked in their favour. Absolutely. Um, because uh, t- you listen to this song, this is an electro pop song. This is this is this is this is not just a pop song. This is an electro pop song, and you know this is an aging band. You know, a fucking Queen of Past. It probably people were saying that in the early eighties. Are they they're the old seventies band, Bohemian Rhapsody, and all that? But there's a band that's able to come out and say, no, but we can actually take what's current and actually make it into a song and make it credible and make it, you know, have authentic. You know, it's, it's, authentic, absolutely, Joe. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like it's been a an embarrassment. I like some of the exactly. stuff in Hot Space was I. Hundred percent. They've taken they've taken something that's been popular at the time, well, consciously or unconsciously, and they've actually created that an absolutely brilliant piece of piece of music. Uh, uh, the product, you know, the production of it has got re- it's really weighty. Even to this day in twenty twenty, I can listen to Radio Gaga and it's still got a punch to it. It's yep, still, thick. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and as, as we said before, with Flash, I mean, a lot of the retro synths are coming back, so you've got that kind of. You know, you've got that kind of uh, sound on this, so I, I suppose it never, maybe never really aged as, as much as some of the the other ones um, before or later on, as we as we will discuss when we get to the medical and things like that. Mm. Um, I think the, the bass playing on it is absolutely fantastic. Um, Definitely, again, that's that's one of the things I, I picked yeah, up on. I'll try not to take all your your points. No, 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 no. Um, sorry, go for it. Right, but just just jump in as we go. But yeah, the bass playing is absolutely fantastic. Um, the, the bit in the middle, all the pulse and stuff, and the pegating synths and all that, just the, the, the bubbling up. Mm-hmm. All these fucking brilliant, just just absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. I mean, you know, you think you think of the, the the sort of bands at the time. You know, the Pest Mode hadn't really been into their dark period yet. They did a, f- a few moments in nineteen eighty four and and before, 
where mm-hmm. you know the the wee indications that were going to go down that line, but they were still very much a an electro kind of pop band at that time. And I think they would have been fucking proud to write a song like this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's how you know we talked about the authenticity and stuff. Um, <laughs> one thing that I really like about it um, is Freddie. Freddie sounds quite vulnerable on it. The way he actually sings, he sounds quite kind of um, like he's almost pleading a little bit. It's just the way he delivers the, the, the vocals on it. Aye, and I thought yep. that was kind of almost something maybe slight, it might not be new. There's maybe a lot of tracks in the past and certainly 70s where you could hear that as well. But it, it, it's not like Freddie's gone for the full, full on rock. He's, he's kind of sounding like he's, he's is there's a kind of, a kind of anxiousness to his voice in it, which I really, really like. Um, it's just kind of, kind of different. The one thing, the, one, the only other thing I'd say about this song, other than I fucking love it, I, I genuinely, I've always loved this song. I don't just, I just have. And uh, the other thing I would say is, I'm glad that, that, that either Brian was not proud enough to, you know, he, he, he took a back seat and said, yeah, it's what's best for the song, or Roger said, you're not getting anyone fucking hear this song. Yep. <laughs> so whatever, whatever the, 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 yeah. the, 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 the yep. you know, the decision was, I'm so glad it happened because guitars would have ruined this track. We're going to talk about machines, back to humans, and how yeah. obviously that that's mm-hmm. something similar. But we'll talk about that when it comes to we come to talk about that. But for this particular song, I'm so glad there isn't any big slabby chords in it. And I, mean, I think it would have just it would, have, that, it would have made it sound like like. Do you know, yeah. took the words right out of my mouth? It would have dated it. Um, you know. So anyway, gents, that's what I think about Gaga. Joe, you want to weigh in here? Anything else to add in there, man? I've talked about it. <laughs> I, I again, it's like you picked up on a lot of the same same things as me. I would, I would probably say, well, definitely would say, it. I it is it is the best song on it. You know, from from a composition, you know, viewpoint, it's uh, Queen tackling a, a, a what would have been a modern genre at the time. It's quite ballsy, really, when you think about it. You know, because at that point, electro electronic music was really quite you know it was it was a big thing you know what i mean and it was become it was becoming uh what i'm trying to say is if they'd have made an ass of it, it it could have ended horribly for them do you know what i mean yeah. but obviously i mean queen no one well i'm saying queen no one have got a good song no hot space <laughs> hot space might have fucked that up a bit but um but and you know for the they're, they're, part, yeah. for the most part you know they, they, they weren't silly obviously they weren't chinged completely out they're not when they when they done this record, the way they were when they were in hot space. But anyway, I it's it's, it's the best eighties Queen like pop song. I think you all right, okay. You've got under pressure, but I'm talking about under pressure. We spoke about that. Under pressure is more like what the fuck is under pressure? It is because it, it, it isn't rock. It isn't pop. Whereas it, whereas Radio Gaga is a is a electronic pop song. And I think it's for me, it's the the best one that they ever did in the you know in the eighties, without doubt. You know, pisses all over a kind of magic from a great height, in my opinion, and stuff like that. Um, bass playing's phenomenal. I think the mix is fucking. I keep swearing. Sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think right, that. Mate. It's I think okay, the, man. I put, I put explicit on all the the podcast. Yeah, so it's all good, man. Swear I think. Uh, I think the the mix. I think the mix. Must have been challenging for this song, man, because there's a there's a lot of low end instrumentation in this, and they make it. There's a you know, lot there's no yeah. there's no a lot of mid as well. All, all those synths are all that that kind of frequency, mm-hmm. and then the drums are very. So I mean, 
as much as Mac has failed in a, in a lot of respects, you know, you know, on previous records to a degree, I think you know. It was a mixed it, but it was a mixed it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. I um I think hats off to the guy for doing that, man, because that song he's, he's, I managed to to in my opinion take a, a very a song of a genre that would in my eyes be much harder to mix and mix it better than he, he does rock songs. Yeah, yeah. And that's just my opinion. But a fantastic song, you know, iconic video, you know, just everything about it. It's that's a great song. It's it's a really like you're saying, David, I picked up on the, 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 the vocal thing with, with Freddie being very, very, I was going to say vulnerable. It's like he's not over singing it at all. Yeah. Even when he goes into the, had your time, he could have very well went, had your time, and it would have just been too much for it. Yeah. He kind of, he, he holds back, but it, but it totally services the song. Again, because the guy just, yeah. was, he, was he either told by Roger, look, maybe he did go in and go, had your time, and Roger went like, <laughs> no, that's too much. That's too much, mate. Calm it down, man. You know, yeah. take 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 the the fiver out your nose and relax. <laughs> um, but uh, no, amazing song. It's, it's, it's a really, it's not a happy song at all, man. It's, no. it's a really, it's quite well, a it's sad. A, it's a really uh, sad it's song. Just, it's an it's an F minor, so it's a minor and a minor scale. Aye. You can hear that immediately when you hear it. You know, it's Aye, a minor absolutely. scale. You know, it's Aye, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's all over it, it's a, and it's almost like I almost think it is a ballad in a weird way because oh, it's okay. I mean, it's a song about loss, it's a loss of, you know, the, the influence of radio and all that. And Aye. You could, you could put... Hopefully it's going to come back and that, and that would explain the, the, the vulnerability. Kind of, Aye. The, the, Freddie's playing a character. There's another particular song that I think it, 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 it sounds so vulnerable as well but we'll get to that um uh that this is that this is one of the two songs um that i regard as on this album that i regard as the best things queen ever did um it's as david said it's it's uh, it's up there with borat and you know under pressure and all that for, for me anyway it's, i agree with that i you know, musically, that there's a lot going on. There's a lot, a lot, a lot. You know, arpeggiating synths everywhere. But the mi- I ask it the, mi- yeah. the mixed thing as well. You know, it's yeah, just really well mixed. But what it's got is it's got electric bass and it's got real drums and it's got an acoustic piano. Yeah, I don't know if it's got real drums right enough. It hasn't. Yeah. Sorry, beg your pardon. It hasn't. Um, sorry sorry what you continue paul just as a wee quick aside on that one though again we talked about you know queen's individual members um you know what to take a step back for the good of the song and roger's done that as well you know obviously he's, he's probably had a massive hand in the program and but the fact he's saying, you know, don't make up my kit because I'm not playing on this one. And when he wrote the when thing. When you know, so so it's, yeah. it's, it's really cool that he's, he's saying, you know, I, I, I don't want a life kit on this. So again, sorry, Paul. Yeah, so, so you know, as we discussed in the last album, uh, a, a major misstep was not using electric bass for a start. Um, but, it, but it's here. And yeah. John Deacon is, uh, you know, musically is the star on this uh, his bass sound and and the way he plays is just oh, is exquisite. 
the, nice. the big long notes he's sliding and all that. Just fucking brilliant. Lead, um, lead base work in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just, just you know, and and it, and it's all the more tragic that he was hardly on hot space. This is one. Mm. Uh, this guy was yeah. one of the great bass players ever in you know mm-hmm. rock pop whatever. You know, and Rob Davis on hot space apart from Fred. Well, you know, the drum machine. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you know we've got this song and we've got machines um, and I suppose to a lesser extent um, I want to break free I, I kind of want a Queen Electronic album and a parallel universe yeah. Yeah. there's a Queen it's, Electronic album and it would be it's, fucking brilliant it's really interesting you say that because just just a, a quick anecdote. I'll not I'll not bore you too much, but I was in a band years ago, and um, the singer in the band um, had had just started discovering Queen. It was because a Live Aid, uh, you know, uh, DVD box set came out. You know, he'd obviously saw the, the Queen set, but maybe hadn't really impacted on him. But when he saw that, it was like he was just he just watched it on loop. And so he started being really interested and he was asking me questions about Queen. And I said, see with Radio Gaga, was there anything else he did in that vein? Was there anything else they did kind of electronically? Because he was kind of into that kind of stuff. And I was like, the only one was machines or back to humans. But they didn't do anything beyond that. And it's and it's exactly what you say, Paul. I always thought, you know, if they'd actually had the, kept their discipline as they were doing it, obviously, and, you know, maybe even an EP or something, you know, it would yeah. have been, been quite cool to hear it. Because yeah. they were they were loosely associated with the uh, the Metropolis thing, the Fritz Lang, um, the, ah, you know, they the, were bringing it out the, again. The, and, the movie, yeah, yeah. Um, they, you know, maybe they could have used that as some sort of concept or something. You know, retro future futuristic kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly machines would would fit in there as well. You know, as a you know as a, a type of uh, subject matter. Um, yeah, it's just an interesting, you know. If only parallel universe type type thing, yeah. and 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 obviously they've had a guy, they've got a guy there, Fred Mandel, and his job is playing keyboards, and he knows how to he knows how to get sounds and all that. Yeah, he's not spending hours pissing about looking for sounds. He 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 can find them right away. He knows they're there. He he knows obviously knows how to use a sequencer and all that kind of stuff. He can get he can dial in sounds for you right away, and I think that's. You know, um, he can take some credit for how good this sounds. I think, yeah. absolutely. Well, I'll chunk it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, there is a massive fuck up he makes on this album, though. But uh, we'll no, I know what I know what it is. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> probably know what it is. Right, so that's Radio Gaga. I think um, <laughs> probably talked about that pretty comprehensively. Um, but you know, uh, it, it's I'm, I'm really again. I, I'm, it's, it's always as much as I've. You know, I know you, how you guys think, and you know, but I don't know absolutely everything you're going to say, and 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 it's just, I just find it really cool that you're you can honestly engage with me as Radio Gaga because you always you put your you put your, your your feelers out there, and you just don't know how how other people are going to think about it. But yeah, brilliant Radio Gaga. Let's move on. Well, I think we'll jump it up. We, we kind of went in sequence on Hot Space, but I want to get back to to, to kind of hitting the random button a little bit on this one. Um, let's go to Man on the Prowl. Um, Joe, I'm going to come to you. Do you want to start us off with, with this song? So the fourth track, fourth track, the album, a Freddy track. I think it's uh, it's a crazy little thing called Love Part Two. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it even down to the fact that Brian Mayus is a Telecaster again. It's 
It's almost mm. exact. It's almost the exact same approach. Only it's not, not anywhere near as good a song. Uh, aye, it's how can I say it? It's uh, it's a good. It's, it's an okay that song. Aye, it it's kind of one of those ones. It is what it is. I think it's just like again, why are you why are you treading the rock and roll vibe again? I'm just like, well, why, why are you going back down this road again? Yeah. It's like you've done this two albums ago. It's almost like this is a pattern now, you know, like Queen making an asset on Hot Space when they, they, you know, they tackled better stuff on the the, the, the record before. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm not saying Man in the Pearls is a pure piece of shit because no, no, it's not a piece of shit. It's not a bad song. I think the I think the, the piano playing's amazing on it, man. I think that, like, mm-hmm. the, like you know, from a from a musician's point of view, listening to the, the actual piano playing's outrageously good. You know, it's like it's like it sounds like Jerry Lee Lewis or something like that. You know, and that was that, that was Fred Mandel as well. Did all yeah, that. Fred Mandel. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, right, yeah, right. So well, there you go, Fred Mandel. Yeah. He was almost like the fifth member queen in this record. <laughs> ah, totally, yeah. man. Aye. Um, I didn't know that, which that's pretty cool, man. I didn't realise that was. I thought that was Freddie doing that. Then there uh, you go, the guy, the guy knows his shit. Then and you know he can bash out on the keys. But I, it's, uh, I think you know that you know the song that there was uh, that was left off of this. You know, um, I go crazy. I go crazy. Yeah. That that would have been better on here, man, than that. Yeah. That would yeah. have been a better song, man. Because that's a good. I quite like that song. There's not much to it, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a good song. It's a good vibe to it. It sounds like a, you've mentioned it before. Another. Pause. It sounds like a band song. I'm going crazy. It sounds like everybody's kind of having a good time and they're they're doing it. Um, but again, that's that song. This isn't Man in the Prowl. But I just think that 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 song could have probably been replaced by I Go Crazy. Yeah. But again, that might have been too many rock, too many straight out rock songs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and Queen Bar, you know that I think by the time you know um, they done the game, they were pretty conscious of not putting too much of the same thing on one record. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish they'd have done that in hot space right enough, but, <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> and I think Eagles would have played the part as well. Obviously, like that's that would be a May song for a for a Mercury song. So ah, exactly. Yeah, because he does yeah. machines and tear it up as well. Well, he's obviously yeah. part part wrote machines with Roger. But aye, yeah. as as what it is, it's not a bad song. Um, but aye, there you go. Aye, um, <laughs> oh, the listeners are like, oh, here we go. Paul and Dave, they'll come in and just agree with Joe. Ah, you're probably right. That's exactly what's going to happen. You know, like, um, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's um, to me, it's, it, it would be, it would be a really good B side. You'd be like, you know, aye. if it's a B side, yep. Radio Gaga or something, or aye, like Soul Brother or something. Aye, aye, aye you know, aye, you're like, that, oh, what a, that's a really, really cool tune, man. You know, um, so I don't dislike it. I don't, I don't hate anything on this album at all. I don't, I, you know, there's there's moments that I'm just going. Oh, uh, more, more, more groany moments, I think. But there's nothing I hate on this album. I certainly don't hate this song. I think no. it's a good, fun track. And as Joe said, it's right out of the school book of, of a crazy little thing. And it's that rockability vibe again. And the, um, it's, it's, it's really strange that, Joe, that you said that um, about um, why they kind of tread in this water again. Because I, I just scribbled down here in my notes. And this is if I'm being really, really cruel here, right? I could say, do they, does Freddie or whoever, you know, because Freddie seems to write these kind of types of songs, do they just plough the arc, oh, just like write a song in this vibe when you're absolutely getting no ideas? 
You know, as I just go back to just go back to something familiar that I can just bash you. It's just a particular style, and I'll just yep. I'll just do that because you know you like you. We've, we've talked about something like Radio Gaga at the start. There's something innovative, innovative, you know, something that's that's really pushing things forward, and then and you that's the opposite. That, something that takes you way back again. And as Joe says, it's been done before. You get to this point where I think. You know, in the seventies when Queen did pastiche stuff and all that, they did it so well and they crafted it so well. No matter what I think about Seaside Rendezvous and and um, you know, ladies on a Sunday afternoon, they're so fucking well crafted though. They're, they're absolutely, they're, they're, song-wise, yep. they're, they're exceptionally well crafted. Whether I'll, I'm that into them is not really the point here. Yep. Whereas, whereas at this point, nineteen eighty-four, you're thinking, right. Oh, are you just one of these bands that's just going to bash out these songs now without even actually thinking about them, without actually even just saying, "Oh my God, we're treading, treading the same ground here." You know why? You know. So, but anyway, maybe this is possibly. You know, I don't know. When we talk about the later on albums, this is maybe the last time they actually do this properly. You know, this mm-hmm. kind of pastiche stuff. You know, um, you know, throwback stuff or whatever. I don't know, but. Um, Joe's messed up with the guitar break. I think it's really cool because it's almost got a kind of, the, the guitar break is almost got a Gretsch sound to it. Almost. Aye, it's, yep, it's a bit aye. thicker. It's a bit thicker aye. than the, the Telecaster aye, sound. Yep. So it's a wee bit different. I really like that. The, the guitar break's excellent, actually. It's, aye, it's, it's well game. played, aye. That's the best thing about it. Yeah, and the piano playing from Fred Mandel is, is fantastic. Got to, got to give up. But, um, sorry, I'll pass over to Paul because, yeah, I don't think there's much. Yeah, this is, a, this, this is a space filler, uh, really. Um, it's a filler track, you know. There, there's not much to say about it. It's it's well executed, well played, well sang, and all that kind of stuff. But it's not, you know, it's it's nothing we haven't heard before. Um, and, and better done. <laughs> and it, you know, yeah. the the best thing about it is as as the you two gentlemen have said is as the as <laughs> the piano at the end, you know, the kind yeah. of lead that leads us out of the song. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, the 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 point Joe made about I go crazy. I, I would have preferred that in here. Um, so you know, uh, mo- most albums have these type of songs. You know, they're just there because just to to appease somebody in the band yeah, or, or make up the minutes. You know, um, yeah. so yeah, that's an interesting. Yeah. Just, so, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, Paul. No, here's, a, here's, an, here's an interesting thing now that we're talking about that. Right, see what you think of this. Do you think that ever came down to it? Or like basis for what went on an album was that it was an equal cut of the royalties, oh, and, it was, and it wasn't necessarily yeah. what was best for the album. Well, yeah. always Queen at that particular time. Aye, aye, it, was, it was all about the money. So Absolutely. there you go. So it might have been a case of, do you know what? That is a better song. But Freddie's like, you know what? Fuck you. I, I, if, I, yeah. if, I, if I don't get another song in this, I'm not getting as much cash. Yeah. So that well, might I mean, have been, I mean, that might have been I mean, infl- you know, influential. I mean, the thing is, I know you're absolutely right, Joe, and I think, and I think as Paul said, I it it is he's a both said actually. Queen were all about money at this time, and as much oh, as I, I love the band, oh, they, I totally. they were fucking money driven. I mean, we, I mean, in this in this tour, they go to fucking South Africa, yeah, and yeah, playing no, in an apartheid state yeah. because they were offered fucking tons of money. Their, their morals went out the fucking window, and so it, it played pretend, stupid, and, die. and yeah. that includes Fred. As much as I love Fred. And fucking mm-hmm. the guy's a genius and all that. He wasn't. I'm not, the guy wasn't completely, you know, like squeaky clean. He wasn't. Blameless you know, eye on certain things. You know, none of them were. None of them were. But you know, and I think that's a good point, Joe, because uh, you know, obviously when Fred 
got AIDS and you know they recorded the miracle. I think obviously they pulled together as a band because obviously the situation demanded it. So I think maybe that... they shouldn't have, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe I maybe should have went straight to innuendo. <laughs> Well, well, I, I, exactly, <laughs> but um, oh, again, we're spoiling it for. Oh, God, I think it's pretty them. common knowledge to everybody yeah, that's been listening. To this I think we're probably we're probably talked about miracle bombs. Probably, we've probably talked about the miracle more than any other fucking album. I subsequently <laughs> through every other point. Uh, um, but I think that's. I think obviously they fixed it on that, but they were all, they're all credited, so those arguments didn't happen. They would, I go, they pick the best songs for the albums. <laughs> I fucking right, you know. Uh, it's, you yeah. know, but anyway, but I think that that's the point there. So yeah, absolutely, money. I think money was uh, absolutely the king. We're, we're right point, in you know? uh, not just Queen, but we're right in the middle of the the coked up, you know, Thatcherite, yeah. Reagan, Reaganomic, you know, eighties. Yeah. They were all at it, all all these big bands, you know. It was all yeah. just about money, you know. They they have they have more business meetings than they would have band meetings. Half of them uh, when they turn up, they, they wouldn't. They, it would be rare for a for a band to be all be in the studio at the same time. They would be they would record their parts, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Queen Queen certainly same. you know, <laughs> um on this album would have been the same. And and it, it, it's a th- I thought I had about, you know, why why they use Mac so often. And I think Mac Cheap was cheap, yes. Well, I, I and, think he probably took a back seat and just let them go on with it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he let them away with murder. Any other Producer uh, worth a, worth his has a hustle or whatever. Kind of like that. We'd be like, I want this band in here. I want I want you all in here at fucking whatever nine o'clock in the morning, whatever. And I and I want you all in here to record this track. I think you know certainly name producers at the time would insisted on that. You know, um, and I think Mac. In fact, you can you can kind of see he actually mentions it, doesn't he? You know, oh yeah, one of the band goes away skiing and all that, and you're sitting there waiting on them and all that. You know, That's I think famous, you know, um, John Deacon goes to Bali in the middle of the One Vision sessions. Yeah, left a note on his base, gone to Bali. He just just left yeah. and just went. You know, that's that's not a band. Uh, you know, no. and 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 the sense certainly in the sense that they won the seventies. That's not a band. You know no, I mean, but uh, nah, you wouldn't have done that in seventy-seven or yeah, seventy-five. No, you know, no, no they, 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 were, they were still a band. They were still pulling together for the best of the best of the. Yeah. Let's get the best situation you know we can on an album. You know, together. And that, um, and, you know, as, as, as I say, that, it's not just Queen. Every no, band, no, I, I, no, but yeah, there's yeah. bands now that just you know the same. They're, they're still together yeah. for the money. You know, because yeah. <laughs> you know it, it makes some money. To, to, yeah. to remain together, they don't I'd want say to be most together. Of the heritage together. bands are that. Well, yeah, most of the yeah. heritage bands are all yeah. they get together for the money now. You know, yeah, yeah. Most, yeah. mostly. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a, it's anyway. a job rather than something. Ah, it, ah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pain. It's pain. Uh, it's pain the bills. for the public schools for their kids and all that and all the rest. But of anyway, um, <laughs> man in the prow, great song, one <laughs> of the best on it. <laughs> right. Oh, so we're two in. Oh, just spilt my beer on the, the carpet there. So, magic. Suck uh, it Suck out the carpet. Suck out the carpet, mate. <laughs> You're a true, a, true, a true Glaswegian, mate. Just suck it out the carpet. Fucking right, mate. Every night. That man. Uh, right, let's, 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 let's heavy it up a wee bit, eh? Let's, let's get into one of the guitar songs on the album. Oh, so it's uh, no to fall in. Tear it up, number two on the album uh, right after Gaga 
Uh, Paul, I'm going to come to you first because I think you've no, I don't think you've started off with a track. So, give us your thoughts on tear it up. Uh, tear it up, yeah. It's a, it's a prime rocker, I guess. Uh, um, of the two rockers on the album, uh, I would, I would say Hammer to Fall has got more interesting lyrics. That the lyrics in this are pretty basic. You could imagine any kind of hair metal band around about the time or whatever. You know, Rat could write this. You know, um, oh, body talk. What a, what a song, man. Rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a good tune, man. <laughs> and you know, obviously Roger got a, a Simmons drum pad for his Christmas. You know, because it features quite uh, prominently in this song. Santa's good to him at Christmas. Yeah. That's that's Rotatoms he got for Christmas as well, and now he's getting. Uh, <laughs> um, and it, yeah, it's a, it's got it's got a good riff and all that. Um, it, it powers along. Um, Brian solo on this is super. It's a, it's a really really great solo. Um, so. He's certainly letting letting rip here, um, big time. Um, but you know, uh, musically, it's a it's a rocker. It's you know, it's a big riff. It's you know, lyrics you know, lyrics about having a good time and all that kind of stuff. About tearing it up. About tearing it up. Aye. Finally enough. Tearing it up. <laughs> Talking about hot space. Um, flushed it in the fucking pan. Yeah, nah, that's not true, man. Hot space isn't that bad. No. So, no. so what do you guys if, it, if anybody's not listened to the Hot Space pod and you've you listened to this one before, you listen listen to the Hot Space one and you 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 yeah. actually realise we're, we're a lot kinder to it than, than some people are. Let's put it put it that way. Sorry, Aye. Joe, I'll let you 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 jump in me and tear it up here. This was this was a song. I just kind of like you know I, I say this a lot but I kind of brian me kind of heavy so heavy song and stuff like that it was like just kind of yeah but again my brother fucked this album up for me royally so it was like I, I've kind of finding uh, you know new new treasures and stuff and I think this is a good rock song man it's a good competent rock song it's uh, the the chorus man the, the vocals uh, Freddie's vocals are powerful mm. man it's like right up I mean it's like again get that conviction yeah, and you can you can you can imagine I'm just raging in the streets of New York you know with a leather on man turning the shit with it but uh, <laughs> and then again obviously Brian wrote it so obviously he's you know he he's writing it from a you know whatever Brian may tells things up I don't know how that would work right <laughs> because he's like what the observatory <laughs> observatory eyes like oh yeah I just saw a new constellation. Put the kettle on. Um, so maybe him turn that up. But uh, but no, it's it's a it's a good rock song, man. And uh, it's got a good wide sound as well, man. It's, it's got out of the two rock tracks, this for me sounds better than. It's better uh, produced, yeah. Oh, it's got balls. It's got mm-hmm. it's got it's got the, the weight to it, and it's got. A, I don't know if it's just maybe because the riff's a lower riff as well. It's got more weight. Uh, the main yeah. riff in Hammer It Falls are slightly more higher. I think he's playing it on the A string, whereas on Tear Up, I think he's playing more on the E string. And he's, so it's a heavier riff anyway. But it's just, it's, it's a good song, man. Um, I think the vocals are the, the you know the star of the song. And I think the guitar solo, again, get, get that very different style for the 70s era. Yeah. It sounds very much a lot of attitude. That's one of the things I've noticed actually from doing this pod is the, just the difference in his lead playing that I never really noticed until. You know, we've been going back and you know listening to these records yeah. and, and chronicolo- chronologically or whatever it is, um, you know. And I think you know you can hear that there's a definite uh, 
there was an attitude in his playing at this point. I think he was more into vibe rather than sitting and, and constructing, a, you know, a melodic solo. He does do it in certain. He does it in a, in a couple of songs. That's where he does like those beautiful runs in in a hard life. I don't want to talk about that, but it's very much like the old school Queen, where he does yeah. it, you know, very yeah. measured, and you can tell yeah. he brought it out. But yeah, but uh, aye, it's it's a good rock tune, man. It's it's uh, a good rock tune. I, I, there's a he does a bit of tapping, doesn't he, on the the, the kind of solo as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, on does, the bass thing, do 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 Yeah, it's pretty cool. Aye, aye, definitely. If this is your first podcast as well, I'll, I'll say we don't play the clips, we just go... Gone holy for your butthole, mate. Aye, exactly, mate. There's nothing much more I can add. I think it's just a solid rocker. Exactly what I had down in my notes is what uh, Joe said is the chorus is the best in terms of Freddie's vocals. Nah, it's raging, man. It's just, yes. Uh, The the verses are so, so gimme. They're not right. They're okay. But even though the chorus isn't, it's not really hook laden or anything, but you know, sometimes when you go, oh God, is there something better you could have done with the chorus? You can maybe argue for this, but just the way it's delivered, the way it's delivered, you know, just, uh, just, I. You want to tear it up, man. And ah, I think, exactly. I think even the, the, you know, the, you know, the, yeah, the kind of, it's just the snare fill that Roger does before the chorus. You know, the snare sounds really good on this this song. Can um, it's really, really, really kind of, you know, a lot of high end in it, but it just punches right through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing much more to add. Um, yeah, so you've come for Edo Gaga, you're going to tear it up. So it's it's kind of I, I can contrast thing again. Yeah, exactly. So I think. Um, I think that was a sorry, David. I just think that was a, just so you mentioned that. I think that was a smart, really smart decision because I know they released the Radio Gag as a single, you know, before the record came out. But I think they were like, right, here, here's a song, but here's a heavy one because the, they knew they made a they knew they made an arse because you could argue that maybe Hot Space, if it had maybe been sequenced a bit better, it may have it may have been a bit more accepted. Maybe not because those songs are still going to exist on the album that sucked. Yeah. But you know what I mean, though. But I think that there was a lot of real, lot of um, it was too uh, one-sided hot space. I think that would have totally put yeah. people off, even maybe even playing the second side. But I think you're right with us. I think they kind of came out with a kind of you know this is a this is like an electronic song. Look what the fuck are they doing? They they kind of were asking about in the last record, and then here's here's this song where it is. It's a really aggressive song, and it, it probably smart on their but their behalf, I think definitely. And I think that's it. You've had you've had Brian. You know, I know. Okay, in Hot Space uh, podcast, we talked about you know who's to blame. You know, and inverted commas blame uh, for Hot Space, and we talked about that. And I don't. I think the band collectively are to blame. It's not one person. I think we absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the three of us agreed with that. But at the same, by the same token, Brian May was certainly on the bench on uh, Hot Space in terms of rock guitar. So I think on this album. And certainly, this track, it, you know, the first rock track on it. He got his two. He got his two. Yeah, and almost three. Even with, with machines, machines suppose, yeah, we talk about. Um, but no, um, yeah, good, good, solid track. And and, and, and it's one of those ones, I mean, I, you, I don't know what you think. Thanks. Uh, you, you can't fucking talk. Um, two beers in, man. I'm already slurring my words. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah fucking. <laughs> Inveralman <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brewery, man, good, good beer, man. Everything for Inveralman Brewery is nice. So, 
I'm drinking blackcurrant for Aldi. Nice one. So, if there's anybody for Aldi wants to ship Joe Crates a um, blackcurrant, diluting juice for, for uh, advertising it. Anybody wants to ship Crates a Inveralmadale to my house as well. For, for you get the better. Uh, you get the better end you, of the deal. Uh, I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking cracking rum with uh, ginger beer. Oh, oh very oh, good. Nice. Oh. A bit oh, of Lovecraft. Rum with ginger beer. I've not had that. It's amazing. Oh, it's very nice. I've had crack it's been, before, it's nice. Meant to put a, a wee bit of uh, lime in it as well, but I've not got any lime, so... But still Is very nice. Does the poor, job. I'm a poor boy from a poor family. family. Give him his warm sausages, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought that was... Actually, I never mentioned that in the... See, when I was a kid, give him his life and his warm sausages. That's what I thought he said when I was a kid. You fucking mentioned that last time. We, we are doing that podcast where, where you fucking talk about oh, Queen right. lyrics. Like you're, you're, you're misinterpreted. Gay famous life and his warm sausages. Nee, 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 nee. It's because I was a fat bastard though, man. I'm, you know, fucking food's everywhere, isn't it? <laughs> right, well, let's crack on. Let's actually talk about fucking music rather than just... Sausages. Fucking beer and juice, man. Feel Um... Right, let's 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 pick a track from side two. Let's let's go for let's go for a, a, a yeah, maybe maybe one that we can agree or disagree on, maybe. Um second single off the album, if I remember right. I want to break free. Is that right? Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong, gents. I, I think, think it's it was the same one, eh? Yep, yep. Um yeah, so I want to break free. Um, I'm going to come to... Who should go first on this one? Paul Wade, and then this one, and then I'll get Joe to come in on, on this. I Want to Break Free by John Deacon. Um, it's a Queen song. Um, the second single from the Watts album. Um, I, I like this... Fact. I like this better. I like this song better. Um, years ago. And as the years have gone on, I've I've kind of come to like it less. And it's a bit like "Don't Stop Me Now." It's without sounding too much like a dick. It's a song that people who don't don't necessarily like Queen or know what Queen is will say, "Ah, oh, that that was that's a good song." And the video as well. Because people remember the video. Oh, that's yeah. the one where you know they're all great. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's become more irritating and annoying to me as the years have gone on. Um, because oh, that's oh look how outrageous Freddie is. Oh look, he's oh, he's got. It wasn't even his idea. Wasn't even yeah. his idea to do it, man. Yeah, I know that's right. Huh? They they ran to the frocks. Exactly. Yeah. Quicker than anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's and and even musically, it's kind of you know just kind of meanders. Um, Freddie sings it amazing, you know, he, he gives it his all and all that as usual, as pair. Um, and the solo is just pointless. So John says, I don't want you to play in this, Brian. So Fred Mandel does a keyboard solo that sounds like a guitar. And some, I, I know, I totally, I. 
Yeah. I told what, I've what, is the, what is the fucking point? And other than just badness, just like fuck off, Brian. Get off I my think phone. I, I, you know, I think that's I, the case. I, I, what, what, what other? Yeah, you know, yeah. if you're going to do it, do a solo, yeah. but yeah. don't make it sound like a fucking guitar when you've got one of the greatest yeah. fucking guitar players in the a world. Of, a bit of hot space of tight is happening yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah, maybe maybe John's getting, getting revenge for hot space, you know, being left off things. The Brian, I, Brian, knows. Brian, go away. He, he get left off dancer. That's what it is. So Fuck, I, don't, I don't think I don't think he'll be upset about being left off dancer. To be honest, but... um, yeah. So go. so that, that that's you know that and and obviously when they play it live, Brian plays the solo and he you know sounds pretty good actually. Nah, but, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just you know I, I you know it's not a bad song. It's just you know. Right, well, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in here, right? I'm going to, I'm going to put this into two categories, like this song. Things I like about this song and things I don't like about this song, right? So things mm-hmm. I like about this song um, is it's got a really, really good melody. <laughs> no, I think the melody is really good. And I th- again, I think uh, John has got a knack for really good melodies, as we've discussed in all the other pods. He, he, he has, and I yep. think it's got that. And as Paul said, the way Fred delivers it, is, is he sings it? He really sings it well. And and Joe's mentioned before he sings a shit out of John stuff, and I think this is no exception. Yeah. Um, the keyboard break for years. Um, so sorry. So that's good things about the song. So um, sorry. One. Last thing, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. There's another thing. Um, is it fades out? You hear Freddie in the background singing his week in a melody. Thing Aye, like I just that. noticed that as well. Aye. You know, yep. Yeah. Is it fades out? Yeah, that's really cool. It's probably more. Things I like because I've not really heard them before. I am the same as weird. I just noticed so, that the day when I was listening to them on uh, headphones. I had never heard uh, that before either. So I think the, the, that's, that's things I like about the song. Things I don't like about the song is, well, the solo, yeah, I, for years I thought it was just a really shit effect on Brian's guitar. So did yeah. I. Yeah, there was, yeah, so you know, did I. I was like, oh, what the fuck was it? What, what, Brian, what are you doing, man? Because it, you know, like um, it, 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 it sounds like Brian, mate. It sounds like Brian, because I the, made that point. Why? Why a guitar? Because right, right about the time there was the, there was guitar synthesizers coming out. Yeah. Adrian Smith, I, Adrian Smith, uh, I, Adrian Smith, I, and stuff. And, 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 and they, they sounded like that. What shit? Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, and, but it wasn't and, until later on they got a bit better. Uh, yeah, and, and and for a while I thought, does Brian play a guitar synth? Or uh, yeah, is there just some uh, sort something, of something effect? Or, but um, I uh, think it sounds fucking terrible. Yeah, I agree. It man. sounds fucking. Te- I'm, I'm sure it sounded terrible at the time. It's not just a 2020. I've always thought it. You know, you know, being a you know, growing up and all the rest of it. Listening to this song, oh god, here comes that solo. But it sounds Shite. fucking awful. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I don't like that about it. The, the, as well, there's just the instrumentation. Is just, there's just there's nothing in it. It's there's nothing in this song instrumentally and that's what that means you don't have to have everything in a, a, in a song all the time but there's fuck all to pick out in this song yeah, you know right. there's I think there's a kind of almost electroacoustic thing semi-acoustic thing that I'm, I'm assuming is John playing it that's I think that's a wee electroacoustic thing I'm, I'm assuming is is John playing that right I don't know if it is or not this doesn't really fucking matter it's nothing special anyway one last thing I'm going to say about this is I think if this was written in the 70s, let's say 76 or something, we'd have probably got a much better song. I Want to yeah. Break Free would have been a fucking 
oh, I want to break free, because they're probably big harmonies on it, and it would guitar, have had, guitar break, a bit of uh, guitar, and it would have probably had that, you know, you and I vibe maybe to it a wee bit more, and, you know, a bit more organic sounding. Yeah, 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 you know? I, I get that. Because I don't think, because yeah. melodically, I don't think it's a bad song. No, just think, no, it's not. The way they've executed it is just, it, it's dated as fuck sounding as well. It's you know, a lot of Queen 80 stuff, you're like, ah, you can tell it was written and uh, recorded in yeah. 84, 86, well, you can hear it, but at the same time, you're like, but it still sounds good and fresh. This doesn't really, yeah. this, this doesn't sound good. It's like Freddie backed up with a fucking wedding band, you know. Some aye. guy, some guy with a keyboard. keyboard. <laughs> aye. Aye. fucking hell, man. Aye, it, it does. Sorry, yeah. Joel, I'll let you crack in and and what you add in the mix here, man. I don't have anything to add, man. Like, uh, I, I agree with you that the melody's strong, but the instrumentation is just shite on it. I, I just don't yeah. think it's. It's getting. Not, I've never been a. I've never been a fan of this song. I've not. Uh, I, I never. I never. Never hated it or anything like that. But I just. It was like a skip. It was uh, very few times that I'd listened to the works. It was definitely a skip. It's like get that one. To, you know. But. Uh, um, but I think what I will say is. Um, I think again, man. You've got to wonder the, the the mindset of Queen at this point in her career because like Radio Gaga, you know, doesn't sound like Queen. You know, in a traditional sense. But well, obviously, as we've said, it's a fantastic, it's an amazing song. Then they released this as their second single, and there's not a guitar again to be heard on this. So that's two songs that they've released. Yeah. Or okay, you've got this very, very minimal slide guitar part in Radio Gaga, but it's almost nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there are two singles off the comeback record, if you like, or return to form record. Isn't really a good. Wouldn't really be a. Wouldn't be a really good uh, exhibit for anybody that wasn't sure where Queen were going. F- coming from hot space they would think yeah. well I'm maybe, maybe going to buy that yeah. album and then that's two songs and Brian May's not even on them what the fuck yeah. and that yeah. probably you know I'm trying to you know, think about it as a fan back then that would have been a case of like man seriously man I'm not going to buy this album yeah. because yeah. I, I've heard two you know obviously there's, there's great shit on it and that would have been a total that would have been my loss to do that but I could yeah. understand people I could understand why it was you know didn't do too well you know and Queen obviously in America their popularity diminished at this point Probably because you know, even if they'd have put out, like put out Hammer to Fall next, they would have had that, had that, had that Queen balance that they had throughout their whole career. Yeah, they, you know, yeah, they would absolutely. have a heavy song, then they'd have a yeah. light song. Whereas this, they've just released two songs. Okay, Radio Gaga urinates clean over. Uh, I want to be free man, like from a great height. But what, <laughs> but, but I mean, as it's a, as a, as a lack of rock in both those tracks. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's just like well, that. That's, I, that the only, the only thing I can think of is maybe the reason that they did that is because Radio Gaga was a big hit and they probably thought, oh, we're on two minds now, you know, okay, we've got the rock songs on our album, but this song was, you know, wow, this 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 kind of gamble that we took with this, uh, you know, yeah. where Radio Gaga has played also, we'll just hit yeah. out with another. Because I think, I don't know about you guys, I think you guys are probably maybe agree as well. I, I think Queen were mega chasing fans in the 80s, man. You know, it's all... I it's, think, Joe, you're... I was actually just about to come in and say pretty much that and um, what you just said there. I, th- I think I think in the seventies they really gave a fuck about which singles they put out. See, at this point, I don't think they cared. I think it was whoever shouted the loudest or oh, John's no had a single out for a while. Let's let's give John a shot because yeah. uh, or, or do you know what? I, I I want the fucking money this time because you bastards have had. I think it was nah, kind of coming back to that art and money argument. I don't think it was nah. actually a creative thinking. No, I don't think so. At man. this point, um, no. and and look, look. 
rightly or wrongly, we've, we've got a decent album out of it. You know, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, like, but if you were, you were yeah. in that day and age, there was no Spotify. You know, you could check the album out. Yeah. So the only way you would check that album out is if you went and bought it Buy yourself. It. Yeah, yeah. And if you and if you were if you were if you were a traditional Queen fan. Um, as much as Radio yeah. Gaga is an absolutely amazing song, you'd be like, "Oh, that's a good song." But Brian, you know, where's Brian? Mate? And then right. this song comes out, and it's jing, 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 jing. and it's a fucking it's... keyboard solo. And it's like, man, where the yeah. fuck? Where's the rock? Uh, here, you, man? No, you, know you, be, you, you would be saying that is it? That's just a an extension of Hot Space in, in some Aye. ways, you know. Aye. You know, yeah. Um, I think so. But, but I think I think as we kind of alluded to at the start, I think this is the this is again, it's it's the it's the start of Queen saying we don't care. Money, we're this band now. We are, we are who we are now, and that's it. Yep. You know, you, you accept us for who we are now. We're not, we're not the band we were in '77. We're, we're this band now. And Part I, of me respects that. that. Part and, of me respects and, that to a yeah. degree, but yeah, aye. yeah, I know. But don't, don't get me wrong. You know, if if you went to Brian May, I'm sure you said Brian, pick four singles off that that that. Uh, the works. He would have picked tear it up. Hammer uh, to fall and you know because he's, he's he's a he's a rocker. He's he's you know in machines. He probably picked M three and maybe be a bit kind and pick Radio Gaga because I'm sure he recognises. It's a fantastic song, man. It's a fucking you know. great song that it is. But anyway, so but I think it's a good point, Joe. It's you know just the fan hearing that going out. Oh, you know what? They're they're fucking finished. You know. Two so singles again um, after the album that they just well, done. Well, like, not necessarily finished, but certainly right. Well, they're no, they're not a rock band anymore. You know, you. Aye, 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 That's because I couldn't really add to anything you said about it musically because I, I agreed aye. with everything you said. So, but that was the only maybe point I could make about it. That it's just like really that's your second single to introduce to you know this new yeah. record. It's like no guitars on it. You're a rock band. Weird, weird. Aye, that's it. Um right, let's let's go back to side one. Um track number three, it's a hard life. So this was a single as well. This was the third single, wasn't it? Not a single. Um I don't, I know quite a light song as well, and even though yeah, it's a, well, well there you go, Paul. Song, very good uh, sorry, Joe, yeah, very good point. Uh, Joe, start us off with it's hard life then. Let's let's talk to me about that one and then we'll bring Paul in here. A hard life I- Again, I keep harking back to my brother ruining this this album. <laughs> but this this was one of the songs that he had in fucking repeat constantly. And it's weird because, like, I just, I, I, I mean, I think, you know, us all growing up together and stuff like that, you know, I've, I, I've always, you know, put Queen's 80s, well, besides the game, I don't include the game, but, um, but I, everything after the game, I kind of all... Up until Innuendo, when Innuendo happened, I kind of put all that to that. That's I always say I'm a seventies Queen guy. You know what I mean? Or I, I would have done in yeah. the past. I'm a seventies Queen guy, and I very much still am, if I'm honest. Yeah. But this song, uh, sorry, I'm completely off the point here. But 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 this song, you know, again with the you know the thirty years of my brother not blasting it. Uh, when I go back and listen to it, man, this song's cracking. This is a great song, man, and. Uh, I'm, I might be wrong, but I think it's the last Freddie piano song, man, where it's like Freddie at a piano doing his thing. I might be wrong. I think you might okay. be right. Uh, you know, but it's like very well, much I'm this is a Freddie. Anyway, this, yeah, yeah. this is the last Freddie piano song. And uh, again, man, some uh, for a single, there's a lot of weird wee snakes and turns and, you know, really smart songwriting. And I absolutely love the... And it's so was amazing in it, and, and all that whole that whole section where it, where it changes key and it's into a very somber um, sort of passage, and it's just 
smart as hell, man. Very much seventh back into the seventies. Yep. Era stuff is brilliant, man, and um, great song. If I'm more, if I, you know, if I'm going to be a complete asshole, you know, I would say some some of the lyrics maybe aren't great in it, and a wee bit too too sappy, maybe. Right. But but that's me being really critical about it. I still think the song's great. There's, a, but I can say that there's another couple of songs. Well, another song definitely on this record that is hindered majorly by that very thing you know that the lyrics just being like oh come on man um but yep fantastic song and i didn't actually know you guys will probably fill me in here but i didn't know that you know the start the don't want my freedom part that's actually that that's actually an, yeah, a piece yeah. of a piece of it's a common thing in opera whatever it is the scaly mm-hmm. does or something and i, I listened to it and i was like, pavarotti does a version Live of right, the same. Okay. The, it's obviously not those words, but it's that exact yeah, same, same vocal pattern. Same. Ah, okay. Yep, yeah, it's pretty smart. But yeah, fantastic oh, song. Um, cracking guitar work and very much akin to the the seventies Queen that we love, man. Yeah. This is the second uh, song on the album. That's one of the greatest things I've ever done, ever. Um, this is a fucking tour de force. It's a fucking masterpiece as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's, uh, I, I always kind of, th- I, 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 I include the video in this, um, oh, it, it's like Queen 2 has, has been transported the time machine Aye. to <laughs> 1984. Aye, Aye, but they don't look happy about it, but... That video, that video <laughs> is, <laughs> that, uh, that video is what Queen 2 looks like in my head. All the costumes all the Baroque stuff and all that. And that's the, weird, because I yeah. don't fucking like the video at all, man. You can imagine, uh, I hate the video. You can imagine them all walking in and procession starting and all that. The all the costumes and all that. I, I, I think it's fucking... I, I love the video. I, I, I hate video, it, man. I think the video... Um, as you know, obviously it was, it was Freddie's idea. You know, it's the thing he had in his head. When maybe he spoke to that guy in the NME about you know, and they're, and they're calling him a prat because <laughs> he's talking about operas and you know all this kind of stuff. Um, but go back to the actual song. Um, it's just uh, yeah, it's a, it's an instant time machine back to the seventies, seventies Queen, um, and the. Uh, Freddie just—it's—it's it's one of the Queen songs where, and, and, and to be fair, there's a few, but it's one of the one of the ones uh, when I hear it, I wear up a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just the fucking power, absolute power, um, and control and all that that he's got, um, and uh, as Joe alluded to, the 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 build up to the guitar solo. Just Amazing, man. fucking exquisite, man. Just see, I found a new word, exquisite. Mm. There you go, man. I've got to use can that we, a lot. Exquisite. Can I just say, say, say uh, exactly that's magic. See that? Just sorry to interrupt you, just because you're talking about the guitar solo. Apparently, I don't know if you guys know this. You probably maybe you do, but um, that apparently Freddie told Brian to to actually uh, uh, um, to approach it the same way as he did the Bohemian Rhapsody solo. So the, obviously, there's a there's a a conscious. Looking back to the past thing aye, there, aye. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, yeah, and you can aye. actually yeah. hear it. It, it this kind of yeah. there's a yeah. similar vibe to the yeah. to that and the Bohemian Rhapsody solo. Sorry, Paul, I just yeah. I just went. No, no, that yeah. yeah, and that's spot on because that's that you know that, that that's where we are. But but in but in those, aye, that that year. But I, and I, 
And I think that's it. I mean, this is this is just 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 as it occurred to me is is kind of I think Joe's triggered triggered this thought in my head by saying that. Um, this is this is probably the last time until innuendo the song where Queen actually go back to a seventies sound. Yeah, you know, aye, absolutely. You know, it's not yeah, not until the title track of that yeah. and you end the album that you actually hear a seventies vibe again. Aye, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's not it's, it's not. And, and don't no. don't you know for the listeners out there, don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. Certainly, is that you know, or they need to begin back to the seventies. I don't mean that, but what I'm saying is, I'm just it's just an observation. Ah, it's an know, observation. That, aye, you're you right. Know, aye, you, you know that they should begin back backwards instead of forwards. Um, this track, I, you know, I think you. You've, you've said most of it. Um, you know, I, you know, Paul, you mentioned the control in Freddie's voice. I, I think, that's, I think that, that's one thing that yeah, that's really, really, really clear. Um, the fact that it's a laid-back chorus is, is maybe a wee bit different. It doesn't go into this big, grandiose yeah. chorus. It, kinda, yeah. it almost mm-hmm. goes down for the chorus. Yeah, aye, yeah. Um, totally, aye. A bit different. Um the, you know, uh, the, you know, Joe, Joe's already said. I've got it in my notes here. My notes are just saying I love the break in the piano that leads into the song. Amazing, that's my you favorite know. part of the song. Aye. So, uh, uh, you know, that's, amazing. It's a, it's, a, it's a brilliant bit. And it, um, bit that, sorry, that, that no, just a, just a, there's a bit in the video where uh, when he sings, I look at, I look back at myself and say, I did it for love. I did it for love. Uh, but there's a he's got. We tiny, tiny yeah. smile on his ah, face. It's yeah, just ah, one yeah. of my favourite Freddy moments. It's just fucking yeah. amazing. That's the only bit I like in that video is when and he smiles and puts bit. his arms together like that. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's yeah. got a crazy yeah. fucking wig on. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's looking at the wig on at that bit actually. He's got he's just he's getting a wig off at that point, I think. And the bit is, I think I might be right anyway. Aye. Aye. The bit he turns his head to look at Brian coming down the steps before the solo. Aye. It's just a look he has. Aye, just turning it goes all dark and stuff. Aye, aye. Brilliant, man. Brilliant. I fucking love that video. No, actually. A lot of people hate it, but it's got clear rockets in it as well. So, yeah. Aye, that's true. Aye. No, I like the video. It is. Do you think Brian, sorry. Sorry about another point. I Brian May was raging because the, the fucking video for Hamilton Falls just live for ages. <laughs> <laughs> he's on his yeah, time. Thousands paid uh, yeah. out on all his everybody else's songs videos. Then Brian gets a fucking. We'll <laughs> yeah, just cut live shit together. That'll do it. There again, being a rocker, he's probably happy with that. You know, just a band playing live on stage. You know what I mean? Like so David Lynch to do a really cutting edge fucking <laughs> Hammer to Fall video <laughs> and strobes yeah. and fucking Pitney Fallons and all sorts of weird shit. <laughs> Uh, well, back to the track. I like the, the only one thing I, I would say um, is just see they just even at the very end, just to be soft. Ding, 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 he needs to be simple things in music, not just Queen, just just music in general. Sometimes the things that you remember about a song, it doesn't have to always be the most original thing ever. Just just yeah. clever things can just make a song. Ah, Freddie and Brian, man, I, I think I had a knack for doing that, man. They, they, yeah. They're really, really, I mean, they all do, they're all great songwriters, but you know, like uh, the end of uh, Sailor Wee Sweet Sister and stuff like that, it's very kind of that same sort of vibe. That kind of, they just, yeah. I think they're a good, they're a good year for atmosphere as well. Aye. Which obviously, great fade we, outs. <laughs> aye, amazing. And an, yeah. another thing as well, like we spoke about in Flash, you know, where was the Queen instrumentals? Because they could have probably uh, done yeah. absolutely amazing right. instrumentals, man. That's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so that is, I think we've done all of side one now. So 
it's just side two that's left now. Um, as if, if this is the first podcast I've listened to from us, we, we tend to talk and talk about side one and side two. Certainly up to this point, I think when we get to the next album, CDs were very much, you know, out there and and available for most people. So maybe the next album, side one and side two, doesn't matter so much. But certainly up to this point, it, it, I think it does. So let's um, pick another track. But let's talk about the track we mentioned, I suppose, at the opening, which was keep passing the open windows. Uh, Paul, talk to us about keep passing the open windows. I love this song. I think this is a great song. Um, Freddie's voice is absolutely beautiful in this. Um, you know, the, 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 this is only like for me, sound myself, around my own fantasy. Just the way, just that line, just the way he sings it. It's just, there's a, Warm. His voice, his voice is kind of soft and warm, but it's hard, It's just hard to explain it. The, the man's incredible, you know. Mm. Um, and it, it's a kind of surprising song in a way because it, it's kind of it starts off kind of as if it's going to be like a you know a piano ballad thing, and then yeah. Rod, uh, John comes in with the do 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 you know the, the fast bass and all that, and it kind of picks up. You know, it's got a good kind of mid. Kind of tempo, kind of thing. Am I right in thinking that that bassline is very similar to the one that's in uh, Breakthrough? Yeah, it's the same bassline, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much, no. There you go. Yeah. The same bassline, but it's the same, same vibe. Nah, same, same vibe. Because, nah. mate, um, you know, it's me. Do 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 and of course we had some fun we don't try suicide um, on the game and you know how, how those lyrics are quite uh, <laughs> insensitive but um, yeah suicide is funny still, yeah <laughs> suicide is dealt with the uh, a wee bit more uh, mature on this song. Um, there's no prick teasers or, you know, <laughs> nobody's getting on his tits or anything like that. Um, and, and uh, you know, as I say, it, it's quite a good driving rhythm and, and Brian's guitar comes in quite, you know, fairly, I wouldn't say heavy, but, you know, it, it, it's got it's certainly got a bit of rock in it, you know. Um, you know, the... Da, 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 da. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I, but just uh, uh, this is the only life for me. Just that bit is just fucking beautiful. I, I just uh, uh, again, I'll say it a lot. The uh, touching the heartstrings there, but you know, uh, Freddie's voice just beautiful. Um, great track, love it. Always, always kind of hard have. It's always a track I've liked to this album. <clears throat> Uh, I am I'm the same, Paul. It's it's it's, it's one that's always been um it's, it's, it's stood out for me as well. Uh the you know the, the line that you keep mentioning all the time, 
is one I put down in my notes. And this was before I, I reminded myself that it was originally for a soundtrack. Or mm-hmm. I, I don't know how far far along this was fleshed out, right enough. But um, but before I I, I, I remembered about that, um, I'd put down you know the, the line. This is the only life for me. Surround myself around my own fantasy. And and I can I put down is this a can I, is this Freddy saying this is this, is this how he copes he actually surrounds himself by a fantasy that you know I'm this big rocks guy yeah, and right, just, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, trying escape, I, I'm trying to escape maybe some of the realities of his life or whatever mm-hmm. um, surround himself with a fantasy that he's happy with you know I know it's a fantasy but I'm I'm cool with this you know well um, you know. Uh, it, it, I don't know. It, it covers a great pretender as well, you know. Aye, that's true. And 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 interviews as says, you know, this is I, I, I'm different on stage than I am. If you, if you if you get me at certain times, I'm very vulnerable, very soft, very you know. Um, that's true. Yeah. Aye, I sort of am saying that. Say on stage, I'm like this big strong person. I know I can be. A, I don't know. Say I can be a total baby, you know, aye. and stuff. Aye, and just aye, like, aye, aye, aye. That's right, aye. So, yeah. so I don't know. It, it, you know, I could be. I could be finding meaning in. And something that's just just not there. But anyway, just a just a thought. Um, and 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 I, and I thought again before I'd realised it was part of this film. You know, we don't don't stop me now. Don't try suicide. Sorry. And this, I thought, is Freddie actually being around somebody that's been? You know, is he exposed to somebody that's been? You know, vulnerable and then maybe close to suicide maybe. or you know or. Had he been himself, I doubt it. But you know, it's just, I, you know, it's 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 one of these ones. that's just, you know. But again, when you know the context of the movie, I suppose, and this song, it kind of makes sense then, and maybe that argument becomes a bit weaker. Um, but yeah, I, I like the, you know, it's a really good track, and I think um, it's uh, it, as Paul said, the way Freddie sings it, even just the bit he goes, "Just believe." Yeah. Just mm-hmm. that, that, those, that, just that wee bit on its yeah. own. It just sounds great. The way he uses his voice again. He's, oh God, what, what's, what's, this is what the album's this album eleven? Is it album eleven? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've said it probably in the eleven podcast. And the way he uses his voice, you know, it's, nah, just gets to you. But um, Joe, anything mm-hmm. to throw into, into the mix here? Uh, again, all these all these songs were tarnished for me. You know, growing up, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really care much much for this song. Because my fucking brother, dick. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I maybe don't love it as much as you two guys. I, I like it. Um, I think the, I think the vocal. I goes without saying, man. The vocals are amazing, and the the breakdown. The this is the only life for me. Part. Yeah, it's really cool. That's that's pure. That's pure seventies again, man. That's yeah. that's that is pure. A date of the races or something something like that, you know. I see. So me and Fletcher puts on uh, my, myself. So myself. Ah, just that wee bit. It's just fuck. It's so fucking beautiful. It's, it is. I. Uh, it's so uh, vulnerable sounding, and you know. It's a lot of that in this album, actually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it maybe le- it maybe it, learned it, from me the kind of impersonal kind of approach you took to some of the, the singing delivery on Hot Space, but it was over the top and forceful when it didn't need to be. I think he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's dialed he's it probably, back a wee bit. He's dialed it back. Get a bit more of the soul in his voice, aye. Yeah. Soul. Aye. Not the shit soul. Not honky soul. Exactly, aye. Uh, yeah, honky soul, yep. Um, I bet it's... Uh, I there's a lot There's a lot more guitar in it than I remember. It's like, yeah. It's, like, I was it's, like a, it's a kind of surprising thing about it. It's like the, 
big, big chords, you know, big, you know, half-distorted chords. That's yeah. what it sounds like, yeah. that, again, harking back to that big queen, heavy, heavy, you know, heavy, but only in small parts, just to, yeah. you know, just like, you, you know, can imagine maybe that, that they were thinking about maybe this would be the song at the, the, the closing credits. The end of the film, kind of ah, thing. It's big, yeah, a big, it's got a big, a big vibe number. To it. So it's ah, a, yeah, big, you know, a big production, kind of band number, kind of Aye, thing. Totally. Hence the, guitar, the big guitars and all that. And, yeah. Aye, totally, it's, man. It's, I was, it's a great track. But going back to the, the kind of what you were saying, David, about the, you know, the the lyric about surround myself with my own fantasy thing. It's funny you should mention that because today I was watching a, it was an interview, an interview that uh, Peter Peter Freestone in it, the guy that, that yeah, loved yeah, Freddie was just yeah, he's, he's he's assistant guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just, I'm, I'm just like, he seems like an alright guy. So I was like, I'm just going, you know. And if anybody yeah. knew the guy, it would have been him, you know, because he spent all, all the time with him. So I put it on, and that's what he was saying in this interview. Exactly this, exactly that. He was saying Freddie was, uh, Freddie was was Lairs. He was, he got Freddie in Lairs. He says um, that. You know, he would have the he would have a Freddy uh, for he would have the host Freddy where he, he would have parties like you know people friends round for for tea. It says and before he had people round, you know, he'd get up in the morning and he would he says you know he would go out and just sit and feed his fish and he was just very quiet and he'd come in and act very much just like a normal like a completely normal person. It says yeah. and then he would it says and then he would change his clothes when he knew there was people coming to his mm. house in oh, the afternoon and he put and he says and his attitude would change. Yeah. So after, I just so it just shows you, and that was just to, to invite people into his house. It became yeah. a host. It took on a host role, and then he took on the role with the rock star. He said that as well. He said, you know, when he when he went out clubbing and stuff like that, he said he uh, was very. He would never walk into a room himself. He always had to have somebody with him when he walked into a room. And the the guy who was interviewing him was saying, to him, "Well, why do you think that was?" He says it was because he was very. He, he liked somebody to go in, in front of him to introduce him to people beforehand, so he he, des, he could decide what Freddie they were going to meet. Mm. Which, which is which is kind of yeah, fucked yeah. up when you actually think yeah. about it, man. Yeah. Imagine living your life like that. Imagine, imagine living your life like that. I mean, I know. three years, man. I mean, I'm not. You know, it's what you see is what you get. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah. it's fucking. This is it, you know, know. I'm 40, 41 year old. Yes, right? I, I think, what do you mean, you know, I've got layers. <laughs> right. So far, I've, I've got fat layers, <laughs> right? But personalities, Doug's tight. In fact, in fact there, was one, <laughs> there was one story that just you're, you're saying um, that, that, that coming to my way. It, it was, it was a bit, it's not directly related to what you're saying at all, uh, Joe, but it was just one of the wee Freddy anecdotes. It was like the, I think he had a break in or something at Garden Lodge or something. Something involved the uh, the police coming. He's. Oh, did they get all hard with the cops because he thought he had to? You better fucking do something about <laughs> no, this. <no. laughs> Fuck, see, man, for this guy was meant to be quiet and stuff like. He's fucking mental. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's my that's my crazy talking to the cops personality. Couldn't be schizophrenic, man. <laughs> no, no, it was. Um... Yeah, uh, like I said, it was a break in or, so, or something like that. Anyway, the police were in his, 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 his front room and living room and taking statements. So Freddie was having a joke with the cops and, and there was this box on the mantelpiece and Freddie went, oh, that's where I keep my drugs. 
and the police are ah, <laughs> laughing at him now, Joe. And actually, anyway, was... <laughs> you know, you know I, I mean, I, I, I tell that really fucking badly. I can't remember no, where I read it from. Somebody could tell that anecdote much better than I did, but it was just the fact that he was, <laughs> he was having a piss at the police <laughs> and his drugs actually were in the books. You know? Superb, man. Superb. Uh, he was the man. He was, he was fucking. He was just such. No. It's you kind know of lo- I, I, it plays into you know, the loneliness it, it, of him, though. I I don't want to get down the the wormhole of the the movie again because we did that and on the last pod and I'm not I know I do that again but there's the there's the I think the balance of Freddy um, in terms of how 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 he's been perceived in recent years is is really skewed. You you get you get this. Oh, lover of life, singer of songs, and all that's going on, Freddie. And then you get I this, you know, sensitive. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, party. T- it's like, well, it was kind of both. It was, it was, it was everything. You know, it was, it was, it was all of that. You know, and mm-hmm. and I think some of the fun, the fun that was Freddie has been extracted out a wee bit. Aye. And you know, and it's just, it's all about, it's all surrounding his death and and the fact that you know he was he was vulnerable and all that and. And I think some of the fun, I think some of the fun in Freddie's life has just been sucked out a wee bit in recent years, and it's just all about the the tragedy. The, the tragedy, exactly, Joe. That's that's kind of that's what I'm looking for. That's what anyway, sells, man. VH, I'm saying VH1, VH1 template, really, isn't it? <laughs> I thought you were going to say VHS. No, VHS. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when VH, no, VH1 totally behind I, the band, the behind the music, shit, man, nah, it's always yeah, the same yeah. shit. It's yeah. like they don't talk anything about the band. It's like they give you three seconds at the start about the history, and it's yeah. he d- then he killed somebody in a car crash, then his mother died, and then he got cancer, <laughs> and then his brother committed suicide. You're like, for fuck's sake, man, just talk about the guy's fucking music, man. I'll go, I'll go to the point where it's like a fucking cousin of a cousin whose neighbour fucking died. Ah, exactly. <laughs> include that in the fucking documentary ah, just to create some fucking drama. If I go to feed the cunt's turtle or something, just like, like <laughs> anyway. come on, man. Do you know what I mean? But aye, sorry. Aye, but aye, aye, cool. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so just a few tracks left on the album. I think we've got three left to discuss. Let's go to... Let's go to Machines. Machines, Joe, start us off with machines or back to humans. What do you think, mate? Who should win, machines or the humans? Fucking machines, mate. Uh, come on, the machines. Right. I'm Terminator to the core, man. But, um, fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Aye. Now, nah, my machines, great song, man. Always been, even though my brother destroyed this record, this one, you know, was pretty. <laughs> was, was a machine. <laughs> No, this this song was always like the Terminator that as it you know it, it rose for the ashes of the, the you know the overplaying and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, great great song, man. I love the you know the, I love the electronic drums for once when Roger uses it, where it actually you know the, it really works in favour yep. of the song and Absolutely. doesn't and doesn't make it sound cheesy. It actually, almost still sounds yep. quite relevant because the sounds mm-hmm. he's using are, are cool sounds and stuff like that, and adds a lot of really cool percussion. Um, but I and I also I never really know you know that way subconsciously you don't think of these things until you start analysing them. But you know the you know it starts and it's very much it's all electronic. And then you know you get the, the guitars come in. You're like yes, guitars over the electronic. It really works as well, man. You yeah, know yeah, it really it works like fuck. And these guitar tones huge as well. It's not taking a back seat. Mm-hmm. It's it's right up there. It's heavy and stuff like that. But I love the way when it kicks in, man. It, it, when it, it it kicks in and it's it kicks into the natural drums. I think that's great. 
Starts yeah, off yeah. with a drum, with the drums, yeah. with the electronic drums, then it's hardware, it's hardware, and it comes yeah. in. It's a full band. And there's not yeah. really any, not really, the, yeah. yeah. There's there's not really an electronic presence at that part. It's like it's almost like the fight between the, the human. Yeah. It's almost like like where the song's about. It's like it starts yeah. off, it's the machines, yeah. and then and then the band come in. It's the humans. That's the human part of it. Yeah. And I love it. It's, it seems like it's like a fight, like a battle, mm-hmm. even musically. Between the two, which is smart as fuck, and I like the way you know. Again, Queen done that a lot. They would take a, you know, a lyrical concept of something and then write music, kind of way that we 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 were talking about in Flash Gordon, where Brian thought of the whole you know looking at a thunderstorm and wrote, you know, music to how I thought, you know lightning and, and then yeah. the thunder. You know, he wrote music to suit that, and I think that's Queen, but Queen done with this as well. They done that. The, the the lyrics match the, the the music as well, which is great. And it's just a fucking great song, man. And Freddie's vocals are ripping in it, man. Yeah. Um. He's like, you know, the temperature is raging. Absolutely fucking raging, angry, man. Uh, cool lyrics as well, man. I know there's a couple of stupid tongue and cheek lyrics in there, you know, like <laughs> mega chips for tea. But I mean, that's that's see, that's the difference between this and Hot Space. This record had that kind of wink, wink, cool queen. Aye. The, yeah, the cool, yeah. the cool queen. But you know what I mean. It was like you were in on a joke with him, whereas exactly. in hot, when space you weren't <laughs> on on a joke. It was just like, what well, the fuck? What is this? In shit? fact, there wasn't even a joke in their part. You know, well, no, it was just selling Freddie's part. But machines, man, just sonically still sounds great. It's, even now, I mean, it just sounds thick. It's heavy. It's it's meaty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, pro- probably the first ever. Maybe the first ever uh, electro metal song ever written because I, I think it's very metal, man. It, like, the chords are oh, you know, so it's got a metal yeah. attack, it's rather than a rock attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to, you know, obviously Roger and Brian collaborating, which just doesn't really happen that often, you know, no, up think, to this I point. Think, I think this is the, 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 I mean, I know obviously we talked about the miracle and in the end, there'll be no credit to all the band members. Yeah, and yeah. Have to, I try and try and really extract who actually wrote the songs. Yeah. Um, but I, I think this might be the only occasion that, that Which I'm is weird because, of, you know. It's so. weird because you think they're, the, you know, they, obviously they've carried on to fuck up the legacy. You, you think of them as always, <laughs> always being, you always think of Freddie, Freddie and John, I always think of Brian and Roger, mm. even, even you know, that's just the two camps I think of. And ah, yeah, it's yeah. Weird, that, it's weird to yeah. this point, this was the, the first mm. time that they actually, you know, collaborated with a song. It's an absolute cracker, man. It's a belter. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Absolutely. I think the, you know, again, it's 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 extending it's kind of extending on that Gaga vibe, you know, with the, the electronics and the programming and the programming on this one. The, when it saw the, the the stuff going on was actually Mac rather than Fred oh, really? Mandel this time. So, so a good even, job on it, man. So Mac, Mac did a fantastic job on the programming yeah. on this. Um, and as Joe said, it's just a great manager of technologies. You know, the emerging technologies versus mm. the the traditional kind of technology and I think I think that's fucking it just works really well. I never really thought about the whole um you know human versus robot in terms of the instrumentation thing. But that's, that's a really cool cool way of looking at it. I never even I mean crossed my mind to be honest. Um I it, it's just exactly it's exactly the point uh, Paul made a bit more. I I'd actually down this and it's a shame that maybe they could have expanded on this kind of pseudo electro Kind of rock, rock man type thing, yep, yep, you know. Man. They could have maybe done a wee bit more of it, um, and and if they, like, I, I think it would have been a massive risk. Look, look, they've, they've had a failed experiment on Hot Space. Have they made the works that whole album like this? And I mean, well, put it put it this way. You know, oh, they've been suicide, but you know, it, you, you it, took your heart off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You took your heart. You know, they're a, they, they, you would, it would have. 
it would have probably proven that they were a band that, that uh, wanted they to actually be creative. And, yeah. and you know, and that's, I'm not being harsh about that. Of course, they're still a creative band, you know, what came out. But I, I think maybe I wee missed an opportunity. But I think it's good. It's, it's, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, we've got two tracks left and one of them's talking about nuclear war and this one's talking about, um, you know, rise of machines and technology and how it might actually take over. So it's just, there's this... Pre-Terminator. <laughs> ah, it's, it's a lot of that paranoia because Terminator was out uh, this 85, year. 85? 85, was Normally, 83, 84, the first Terminator was, man. What is it? So it's about, it's ah, 84, I think. 84, 84. I think you're right. Uh, 84. 84, right. So same, same, year, same year, man. So it's that, it's that kind of paranoia around machines taking over the whole Skynet yeah. shit and all that. And, yeah, you know, and then another paranoia was nuclear war, which we're going to talk about on Hammer and Fall. Yeah. You know, so there was a bit of the zeitgeist getting captured on yeah. this album. Well, well, you know, I mean, so. yeah, the previous year, the whole world nearly got incinerated, you know, right. due to a, stuff, a, a mistake you know? yeah. on a Russian radar. So, you know. that's, right. that's right, so it was. And yeah. that's it. I think there was a lot of that, going, there's a lot, you know, obviously made in the same year as this, you know, recorded mm-hmm. Two Minutes to Midnight, which is obviously about the you know, how close we came yeah, to nuclear yeah. war as well and, and all the rest of it. So, um, you know, there's, people that hate Iron Maiden out there and but anyway it's just a just a <laughs> point. Just chill it. Chill the fuck out. Um <laughs> but um it's uh yeah it's 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 I, I think I think it's a fucking great track. And uh you know even the, again another brilliant fade out. You know when it fades out living in the future and the fed is just you know it's just it's just fading out. Fucking brilliant. Yep. Just again another <laughs> really great the the, the fade outs are fucking Fantastic. Um, you know their shit, man. I just, I, it's just, I, I, there's nothing much more I can add other than, um, aye, uh, th- th- there's actually nothing more I can add that you, you gents haven't already said. One of my favourite tracks in the album. Definitely. Um, just, just get absolute attitude. And I'm glad it's one of those songs that, you know, maybe without the guitars, you know, we talked about Gaga. Guitar, yeah, but I suffered that. Suffered. Yeah. That's what I suffered without the guitars. Because it's a marriage of the, the, the human and the, 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 the game uh, mirroring what the song's about. Yeah, it, totally. it, it, it needs attention between uh, uh, the, the electric and the electronic. Absolutely. Guitar sound um, big, man. That, that's, that's just metal as fuck, isn't it? It's, Aye, man. You know, totally, I man. mean, uh, there's, a, there's a cool lyric with smoke black and pistons of steel, they compress me. To the priest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say, Rob Palford would fucking be proud of that, you know. And uh, this big long word, parahumanoid darianized. It's a it's, Freddy screams at parahumanoid self perpetuating a parahumanoid darianized. The fuck me, is that a word? Well, well done. <laughs> is that a word? Uh, no, I, no, I think it's made up. To be honest, but he's a fuck man. <laughs> but just the way the way he fucking screams it. Aye, fuck, the, the vocals aye, are fucking. Aye. Some of the best vocals and, and, in the record, man. And that that punch, not for money, not for gold. Ah, it's gold, man. Aye. Heavy as fuck, man. Like, that's a, aye, it's just. It's weird. 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 Visualizing what's a fucking crazy shit. <laughs> you know, imagine a cool video for this where it's like fucking, 
you know, yeah, human inside and fucking machines and they all go and fucking battle each other and just fucking. I bet they all, I bet they all, but the machines all look like uh, short circuit. Aye, pure, pure rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Five. In fact, the first Terminator they fucking look like that. They're new tracks, not that. You know when he aye, recognizes that's that. Right. Or that. Aye, aye, totally, that's aye. right. Aye. <laughs> I love Terminator, man. Ah, Terminator's brilliant, man. Freddy's killing them with a leotard made out eyeballs. Aye, man. <laughs> aye, aye, he's, aye, le- he's aye, leading aye. the line, fucking let's <laughs> get with that, that fucking show <laughs> with eyeballs. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Brian, me and Roger Taylor are just kicking about in the back, looking upset because of like, <laughs> we need to dress this shit again for our uh, fucking video. They do look raging in that video. It's funny. Oh, can uh, I just I say? Can, can I just say? Sorry, David. If I'll shut up in a second. See, the, recently I, I put in. I wonder if they played Machines live, right? And unfortunately, I came across footage from about two years ago of Queen. Queen, sorry, I'll, re- I'll rephrase that. Brian May and Roger Taylor and Adam Lambert oh. doing it, and it was fucking weak. And by the way, and I'm, I, live, I, I, I go yeah, YouTube yeah. it. Right, listen to this, right? And um, and this is as much as obviously nobody should be fronting Queen, right? Apart from Freddie Mercury, it wasn't even Adam Adam Lambert's fault. It sounded fucking weak, man. Like you think, oh, it, just... you know, it would be like massive sounding, like fucking, you know, you yeah, know, yeah. isn't it? It sounded like like a fucking fart in the wind. I was like, it would sound giving them get like forty people on stage now as well. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, yeah, whereas, whereas all they needed were four guys. You know, now they need about mm. fucking twenty five people. You know, doing stuff, whatever. But I, I just thought I'd add that in, so check it out because yeah. it's fucking rotten live, and it may, it'll make you hate the song. Because <laughs> ah, they used it, they used it as the intro, didn't they, for the for the works tour? They used it as a tape intro. Aye, that's right. And then, yep. then before they, and I think it was like committed to tie Mother down or some shit like that after that. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I think we're all, we're all in agreement. One of our favourite tracks in the album. It's just yeah, definitely you know, man. Be, being metal fans, and but again, as we said before, some of the the metal tracks or rock tracks are some of the ones that are. That they don't really no, 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 kind of resonate with yeah. that much, but this one, they've got it right. And, and credit to Roger, I think it was Roger's song originally, and Brian yeah, sort of came in after the fact. So great, but it definitely works. That's a that's a really good <laughs> marriage together. Um, two tracks left. Let's go. Let's go to the last track. Um, is this the world we created? Okay. Mm. Um, Paul, start us off. Is this the world we created? Um, when, as I said at the start, you know that this is this was the era I was just getting into Queen, so um, I had a cassette copy of this album, and uh, I was all about this because I was into, you know, all this right on politics and all that, you know, um, you know, socialism, all this kind of stuff. So, you know. Uh, so and what, you're what, fucking Tory now or something, man? I was what? <laughs> I, 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 I was I just started uh, secondary school, so I was about 13, 14, something like that. Um, so I, I, I was ready right on and all that. Um, uh, so looking back on it now, this song's a fucking joke. Um, in fact, about what about ten months later, the, the song was a fucking joke when they went and played South Africa. Yeah, um, that's a good point, man. And looking back at it now, um, this uh, this isn't the world we created. The one percent created this world. We didn't create it. It's not our fucking fault, Queen. Don't condescend to us and say that we created this world. We didn't. 
right? Mm. Yeah, you know, it's, is, you, eh? it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, these millionaire rock stars sitting there going, fucking. Oh. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, there, there was rock stars doing this shit, uh, you know, before this, and, you know, but, you know, most of them didn't play fucking South Africa. And mm. most of them, you know, would do fucking charity concerts or give money away. You know, Roger Waters certainly, <laughs> you know, he's been giving money away for God knows how long to various charities and all that. Um, and doing this kind of stuff. They're doing it better and not blaming us for the fucking world that's been created. We didn't create this world. Okay, Queen? Fuck you. <laughs> that's all <laughs> well, I've got to say about Bri- it. Brian and Freddie, man. Because the other two guys didn't have anything to do with this song, man. Well, you know, I said, get that shit off this record. Yeah, man, they were too busy just, you know, doing whatever the fuck they were doing, man. But so, you know, when I was 13, this was a great song. And then, you know, then they played Uh, South Africa. And then it was just fucked, basically. I think think that's it. If you you write a song like this, you kind of need to, as you're saying, Paul, you need to put a target in your back. Yeah, you need you need you need yeah. to back it up, you know, with actual action, you know, and, and no sit there with your million saying, you know, there's there's hungry in the world and all the rest of it. Um and and they've put this on an album that sold six million, so they all get their royalties from that song, you know, and yep. they made a fortune out of that song about, mm-hmm. you know, what you've just said. So yep. it's not as if they said, you know, the royalties for this particular song we're gonna to put towards UNICEF or or whatever, you know, and uh, so it's 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 and then and, and Freddie wrote wrote the lyrics. You know, it wasn't Brian, which you know when you look, look read, read the lyrics, you'd think it was probably Brian. It was actually Freddie that wrote the lyrics for this. Um, and uh, you can be nice about it and say, "Oh, it's just naive." They're just naive, you know. South Africa thing, but they're mid thirties. But you know what? No, fuck them. They're intelligent men. They were they were all educated at university. They fucking know what the, how the world works, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, um. Uh, it's 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 um. Yeah. Message wise, I listen. I'm not going to. There's nothing more I I can pair the dope Joe walked away than here. But it's nothing more I can certainly add um, in terms of you know the message in it. So it sounds really fucking bad as well. You know, it's it's this verb yeah. everywhere, man. It's just production like, shit on it. Aye. It's just you know. I I think originally there was actually meant to be a piano track in it, but they actually <laughs> lost the piano track. So there'd be piano, acoustic, and and you know Freddie's voice on it, um, but yeah, the whole millionaires, you know, blaming us for the ills of the world, the, the, you know, as as a wee bit fucking, it's it's hard to, and then of course they did it at Live Aid as well, you know, and yeah, later on in the set, it's just a wee bit, and then you can say, well, you know, all the, you know, all the Queen, the Queen can do no wrong, people out there. You know, we'd be like, oh, but they did Live Aid, and they did, you know, it's not yeah. a fucking point. It's, it's, and they made, yeah. and they made a fortune at Live Aid as well, because most of their did, albums were back in the charts the following week. Did they get any of that money listen, away? Did they fuck? Listen, that in isolation, I've not got a problem with. In isolation, but when you talk yeah. about this in the wider context, that song, you know, as in plain South Africa, it's it's just Disney. It just Disney fucking just mm. Disney wash. The song's just, it's just nah. No, I actually put in my notes. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Joe, anyway, then you're on, on, man. This this song for me is the the start of what I call the Queen Vomit Chronicles, man. It's like where like 
you know, there's a there's a batch of songs mm-hmm. after this point that make me fucking physically ill with just how fucking yeah. just like condescending, condescending they are. This song, the message is fucked for the exact reason that obviously you spoke about there. So I'm not cover that. Um, but it's like uh, I was listening to it right and uh, properly right and trying to really you know take it for what it was. And I genuinely see if it didn't if it wasn't about what it was about and it yeah. and it was about something else. I actually don't think that the melody is a bad melody. I actually think it's pretty no, good. No, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but and and I think it's let down by the message is fucked. Uh, and you know, the, and I do agree. It's, it's, I do agree. It's swimming in reverb that it didn't need and stuff like that. But I actually think the melody. You know, if that was different lyrics, I think you know it would have been a, an okay and and and. and I kind of first I think you know a, a Queen song the first Queen song would just be the voice and an acoustic guitar because I don't think at that point they ever had a song that yeah. was basically just uh, just that you know obviously true. it was it was intended to have the piano but it, you know like you said David they, they lost it or whatever they lost the track um, aye it, it's it's just like it makes me want to be sick you know it's a, it's just like I don't. You know, friends will be friends. Don't make any spoilers. You oh. know, for 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 straight for further pods yeah. and stuff. But friends will be friends. The miracle. That's this is the songs. You know, they're the three vomiting just in songs. Just like condescending, patronising. My life has been saved. There's another another one. It's a B side. End up on it was a B side. A miracle B side. End up on that fucking terrible man. That's another one with a. Aye, it's just like rich bastards that just don't know what the fuck. Going on, you know, pretending to know what the fuck the time is, you know what I mean? Ah, exactly, man. (laughs) Out in the streets, and they don't know what time it is, man. Bye. It's uh, like I said, uh, it's just uh, for me, it's just a message because I actually don't think the the melody, I think the melody is cool and stuff like that. And actually, I I quite quite like the chords and stuff like that. Actually, I like the the verse melody more than I do the chorus. It's quite quite somber and it's all right, but again, message is shit. So, fuck that song. (laughs) No, that's it. So, that's. (laughs) <laughs> let, let the backlash ensue Twitter followers that's, a, that's the first song I've actually got angry about <laughs> I know I, well, I, 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 I suspect there might be a few more uh, there might be a few more <laughs> I, you know I, th- I think there is an element of being about of being honest though isn't there you know it's like if they're, if they're saying look we're, we're capitalist bastards and mm-hmm. we'll no, make no fucking apologies for it you'd be like you're a bunch of cunts but that's the end of it but don't therefore, you know, I mean, do you know they're, they're grabbing the money and then they write that? It, it just is. It's really tasteless. It's insulting, man. It's really, fucking insulting. Aye, really fucking tasteless. But anyway. Yeah, but it, it maybe seemed a good idea after fucking four lines of coke. You know, uh, one night they're yeah. sitting in the studio, you know. Right, so we're going to move on to the last track. Well, not the last track in the album. The last track we are going to talk about um, on the works because we've talked about every other one. And that is Hammer to Fall. So the, the another Brian May track, big track, big live track, and um, played at a Live Aid, and uh, sounded fucking great. At live Aid, I have to say. Um, yeah. Oh, do you know what? Do, do you know what, Laz? I'll start things off here. Um, Hammer to Fall for me is a good song. Yeah. It's a good song. It just doesn't sound as good as it should on the album. Aye. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. We all agree with that, gents. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Aye. It's a very dated production, as we said. We I want to break free. This is the same. It, it sounds like it was it was recorded in nineteen eighty four, but not even that well. Um, 
Aye, weird because Derek Up sounds better, man, even though it's absolutely. the same album. Definitely. Um, the, the lyrics, as Paul said, are, are really good. I, I, I think the lyrics are excellent. Yeah, For years, really I was, as, I kinda, as a kind of teenager, I actually thought Harvard to Fall, without looking at the lyrics too much, I actually thought it was about communism and... and Aye, the Hammer Sickle. Hammer and Hammer Sickle. Because that was another paranoia thing that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I, I thought it was about that, but you know, obviously, it's you know, about nuclear war and all that. Um, it's it's no, no, it's, it's a good track. It's a good rocker. It's just the the one thing that that I just couldn't put my finger on, as I said earlier, that that what what is the thing that that's okay? Right, the guitars could have been could have been Meteor. punchier, punchier, mm-hmm. fatter, whatever you want to say. The, the, the you know the the drums that. Because the em- emphasis is put on that that, uh, that fucking beat uh, rather yeah. than the fucking riff. The guitars. Uh, Aye. Yeah. The the one thing that, that but the but the one thing that's that's really poor about the production on this is and I hadn't put my finger on it until recently, is Freddie's voice. Our vocals sound muffled as fuck because yeah. he's patched in a really awful reverb patch, mm-hmm. and it sounds so. It's like here we stand. Here nice, we stand. yes, yeah. Nice. It should be yep. here we stand. Here, uh, it's uh, here uh, we yeah. stand. Uh, it's stand. muffled to fuck, aye. Yeah, it's it's so Freddie's vocals and he's singing like fuck on it, and you they're actually, hear it. they're being choked. Um, but the absolute fucking terrible use of because uh, even the bit where he's he's kind of. You know, the rain is pouring through your window pane. It should be up there and it's not. Yeah. It's it fucking, should be it should be right it should be right in your speakers. It aye, should be right aye. there. It should be right in your face. And it's mm-hmm. not I mean I, I think an example of um you know on the next album we're gonna talk about obviously, you know, tracks on that when we get to that, but and give me the prize and Freddie's going for it. Oh it's and fucking David, amazing, David, man. David Richards at the helm aye. and and, and the vocals right are the vocals man. are right there, they're right in aye. your face. And, and that's be. what this this should have been the same. Yep. The, the vocals should have been right there, and and it's 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 just yeah. the whole the whole production of this song is just choked the fuck. And I, and I like the song. Mm-hmm. Aye. I, I don't like it's one of the best made compositions, but I, I like the song overall. Live, it is phenomenally better. Even even on the, the Magic Tour, which I think we've all got our issues with, because mm. for us the Magic Tour was just a great. That's fucking tour. Let's be honest. It was Aye. after Live Aid. Let's play all the fucking singles and get all the credit card fucking thatched eight bastards to come and see us. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> but but you know, but live. It's, if you watch it live at Wembley, or live in Budapest. Budapest is great, great man. Or, or you know, obviously the shortened version on uh, Live Aid. Mm-hmm. It sounds ah, that's great. great. It's, it's ah. a great and extended soul. Brian does on and at Wembley is fucking brilliant. You know when he's got yeah. uh, Spike Eddie playing rhythm guitar behind him. That's right. Yeah, uh, the, the, the extended soul he does ah. is fantastic. So, so this song is is it's just a shame how poorly executed it is. One last mm-hmm. thing I'm going to say, sorry, gents, I'll let you jump in properly. Um, is I actually listened to the Headbangers mix, the 12 inch mix of it, thinking that. In my mind's ear, in my mind's ear, oh, I think, I think it's a bit. They've maybe ramped up the guitars. It's no, it's nah. just an extended version. It's just a remix. It's not. It's not even a fucking. In my mind's ear, they they pumped up the guitars and the mix and all that, but they aren't. And it's just, nah. it's just, it's just, nah, it's just an extra bit in it. It's just an extra bit. Much, aye. 
Anyway, so what uh, we done here, guys? Um, yeah, th- this song should be tying me to a bed and fucking riding me rotten, and really, it's not. Man. It's giving me a peck in the cheek, you know. Ah. Um, it's weakest piss, and do you know what? No, other song is weakest piss on the next album. The, the last track that Mac ever produced. Well, well one is exactly that, the same. That's right? weak as piss as well. I so, know. I, you know, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe Mac is a problem. I don't know. I um, it's, interesting, well, I... it's interesting because Mac is like, you know, it, I'm not going to get this too much, but Sabbath um, used Mac yeah, on... Dehumanizer. On, huh? Dehumanizer. And the guitar sound fantastic on that album. But yeah. I think... Tony Iommi knows his sound and, yeah. and I, I, I suppose Brian I'm not dissing Brian because he does know his sound but I don't know if he just conceded a bit too much to the overall politics of the band or, or whatever but, but it was Tony Iommi's band at that point and Tony Iommi was like I, I, this, is, this is my fucking sound and that's you, it you, you make it sound like this yeah. so but anyway that's the, the two different guitarists different attacks and all the rest of it I get that but, but so it's just odd how you can get such a great guitar sound on that but not on the tracks you mentioned, but anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and as you say, David, the great lyrics, um, uh, one of Brian's better, um, you know, kind of what <laughs> would you call lyrics a performance? I don't know, um, well, one of his better written songs, um, lyrically, uh, lyrically, but more interesting, um, than just the kind of straight stuff he normally does, um. And uh, yeah, it's you know it's, it's just a shame, but you know the, the live versions are, are are pretty cool, you know. Um, and it, 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 as David said, it, there's there's nothing. It's not as if um, the guitars are weak and the drums are, you know, uh, drums and the bass are are forward in the mix or anything. Everything's just you know, yeah. kind of. Middling and and if you go on YouTube, there's a there's a backing track uh, with the guitar taken oh, out, wow. so it's just the, the bass, drum, and vocals. And John Deacon, it's as if he's playing a reggae song or something. It's like it's just not. You know, the attack and, and, isn't there. Yeah, and the drums are kind of like kind of crazy. Ah, it's just weak. It's. Um, <laughs> And and Fred, I, 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 you know, it's interesting you say about um, uh, Freddie, maybe the reverb and all that, because um, I, because I kind of for a long time I thought even Freddie hasn't, he's, you know, he, yeah. he doesn't seem to be into this as much, you know. Uh, tear it up, he's fucking going balls out, but here he's kind of restrained and all that, you know. Um, I thought that. In parts, there's parts where yeah. you just fucking go yeah. for it, man. Um, but it's not as if it's it, it's unbalanced in any way. It's just all kind of mediocre, yeah. you know. In terms yeah. of it, 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 it's the whole thing needs lifted, you know. Yeah. Um, then it, there should be more punch in the drums. There should be, you know, the bass should be instead of just noodling away. It should be, you know, maybe playing, you know, maybe playing. Cording up with the with the main riff, you know, or something. Uh, thickening it, uh, uh, thicken it up, double, doubling it up, you know, or something, you know. But yep. uh, and, and it's a shame because it's a great song. It's a it's a really great song. Um, 
one of the one of the best heavy brine numbers as far as I'm concerned that we never did. Um, I'm going to go that far, but um, cert- well, certainly kind of in the centre either. Um, okay. Ah, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, well, you know, as a as a better than higher mother down. No. 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 It's a better than now I'm here. Mm. Aye. No. Mm. Nah, nah, nah. Maybe not. not Maybe not. Anyway, aye. So uh, you know, uh, it's a great song. Just let down by crap production. I think yeah, that's all I can yeah. say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Aye, man. Mm-hmm. That's uh, <laughs> Joe, anyway, uh, <laughs> Any any final thoughts on this? Aye, the product. I agree. The production just seems to like, tear it up. You know, when the same record sounds far better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just I know, yeah. more life in it. I wonder vocals. if they recorded one in Munich and one in LA. I wonder if it's a studio. Could, yeah, that's a good point. Aye, aye. Difference yeah, in session, yeah. aye. Yeah. Aye. I mean, the, the very fact that I go crazy sounds better than it, and that's, that's aye, an outtake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It sounds much heavier and thicker. Drums are thicker, everything's thicker sounding. Yeah. Aye, it's, uh, aye, it's just the production. The production kind of puts a bit of dampener on the whole track, but I, I agree with you guys. I think the song's a, a really, really good rock song. And I think they, they get actually. I'll go out and say I think the guitar solo is one of my favourites. Ah, it's a better. Yeah. It, it, it's actually the build up to the solo. It's the best part, which is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, cool man. Yeah, yeah, aye, amazing man. Um, but aye, that's nothing else I can add to it. I, I like the song, but yet production is just lacking in testicles, man. As. Okay, so that is that's the works. That's the works for for us anyway. It'll be completely different for all you listeners out there, I'm sure. And you'll, you know, maybe the maybe the the, the lack of love shown for Hammer to Fall will be a bit of a problem for you. But as if you read between the lines properly, what we're saying, we this, is a, this is a good song. We do love it. It's just a production. Just like the way it sounds. Yeah, it's yeah, a good song. And 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 if you want to argue about uh, is this the world cre- we created? Don't bother because <laughs> we're right. Okay, we're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, listeners uh, out there, uh, just please, please, please engage with us and tell us your thoughts on the on the works. And maybe you were there, maybe you were there on day one, you bought it. You know, tell us how you felt actually, and how you, you know if you can remember how it was for you the, the first time you heard it. That would be really cool, or 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 even later on, whatever. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts um, recently, you know, not just music ones, various ones, and, and one I've been listening to recently is for The Wire. And they have a bit at the end of their podcast that I thought I'd try here. And, and they always they always have a bit at the end of it where they say, well, who do you think won the episode? Ah, right, right. <laughs> like somebody that won the episode. So I'm, I'm going to try this here. So who won, who won the album? Paul. Freddie won the album because Freddie always wins a fucking album because Freddie's the greatest. Aye. Why did so you got to justify why? You'll need to come back to me. I'll need to have a thought. All right. about it. <laughs> Joe, who won the album for you? This is too fucking hard. <laughs> there's two there's two ways there's two ways I can look at this, right? Who wrote the best song on it? Roger. Right? But so if you're gonna say who you know who who wrote the best song, Roger, Roger Taylor won that that part of it. But for me, 
I would have to say on volume of material, Brian. But uh, and and I hate to say, Roger to a degree. The reason I say that is Brian wrote "Tear It Up," which is as a good, really good rock song on it. And also a redeemer to you know hot space in a lot of ways. You know you could see him try to fly the flag of bringing Queen back to the basics. You know rock again. Um, he also part co-wrote Machines with Roger, which you know again this is why I'm going between it's Roger or Brian, um, and obviously how it falls a cracking song, but it's just the production's a bit shit on it. Right. So for me, it's, in fact, it's fifty-fifty for me. It's between Roger, it's between Roger and. And Brian on this record for me, this is I because Roger's got the best song, but Brian's got more, more songs, and is involved in more of the the really good songs on it. In my opinion, uh, well, for me, it's uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Roger, um, but I, I totally accept the the point Joe's making. I think Brian's a very close second. The reason I'm picking Roger is because. My two favourite tracks on it are Radio Gaga and Machines. And, mm. I mean, it's, uh, Radio Gaga, Gra- I suppose, aye, obviously. Aye. And Brian was only involved on Machines, so the balance of play, I would say it's Roger. But but Brian's definitely... It's, it's a very Brian album, I have to say. You know, I think overall, you know... That's uh, a lot of very, guitar on it. It's a lot of guitar. It's a very Freddie album as well, I'd say. But um, but it's, it's uh, but yeah, for me, for me the, 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 you know, the winner's Roger, just for, for Gaga and Machines. I would I would go with Roger too because uh, uh as you say David um Radio Gaga and Machines and the fact that he's nowhere near uh as this, the world we created. So Brian and, and that's a bonus, eh? Brian and Freddie shit the bed there, so um uh, <laughs> uh yeah. No, Freddie Freddie shit the bed because Freddie wrote the lyrics. So. Funnily enough, <laughs> I, I would say I would say Hot Space is Roger's album as well. Calling all girls action this day, good tracks, and uh, under uh, pressure. Under pressure was his initial idea. I, idea. So he wins fucking hot space and all. We're fucking talking about hot space, but you know. So I know, but you know. I'm only just introduced this feature on this. Well, Rogers, Rogers, two now. Right, let's go back through all the albums, then, right? So Queen, uh, uh, right, Queen. Fucking... <laughs> uh... <laughs> another seven hours, man. <laughs> That's like being in the pub, isn't it? Right, first album. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> <back> <laughs> anyway, well, let's wrap things up. Um, give me, Paul, give me a sentence to, to sum up the works. A fine return to form. Joe? Um, rediscovered, man. I rediscovered it, you know. Um, I, I, I think it's a... A much a much better album than than I remembered it being. There you go. Yep, uh, the wheels are back on the track. True story. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll leave it that. I could elaborate, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, so that is the works. That is Queen's eleventh album. So we will be picking up again with a kind of magic two years later and as you all know this is um, most of the songs are from the Highlander movie which is a big favourite of ours um, mm-hmm. just, a, just a fucking fun movie One of the great 80s movies yeah absolutely yep. um, movie, cult, cult classic um, fucking ridiculous but just fucking amazing at the same time there um, can but, be only one <laughs> <laughs> 
Aye. Big Clancy's Aye. in it, man. So Aye, it's a, it's a Angus pieces kilt all the time. Aye, <laughs> terrible, man. Aye, but amazing at the same time. He's your cousin, man. <laughs> even, even the Scottish actors sound fake as fuck. <laughs> Her accents. Uh, I mean, James Cosmo does it sound Scottish. Aye. Aye. <laughs> no, no, man. Aye, that's, a, that's a point, actually, aye. <laughs> it's a, there'll, there'll be no burning here today. Oh, Barisham. <laughs> so, Magaya, anyway, we're going to be talking about a kind of magic next. Um, and uh, we'll probably talk about the Highlander movie as well, because obviously yes. some of the tracks are from that. Um, <laughs> so, thanks thanks for listening to the Works podcast. So, we have got three, three podcasts left in this, uh, well, I guess, this series, if you want to call it, because we're, we're going to finish up Innuendo. We will not be going any further. Don't messages, yeah. sweeties, or anything. We're not going any further because if you try and make us do a podcast for Made in Heaven, it's just going to be us moaning for two and a half hours. Well, we normally do that anyway, but um, it'll be really moany. So don't ask for it. We're finishing the innuendo. We will maybe do other podcasts. Um, we're talking about that just now, floating around some ideas and, and, and more Queen podcasts. And if there's anything that you want to hear from us, um, give us a shout. Let us know. Um, but yeah, cool. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you on the A Kind of Magic, Kind of Magic podcast. Bye bye.